ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, but hopefully some of more appropriate ages, I am the host for this evening, Brett Bogner, the great Bretsky 99. And I know you're expecting an episode of the faux pod, because uh, that's really the podcast that I'm more used to hosting. But I talked to my good friends over at Make-A-Wish, and they wanted me to host this other podcast. I've never really heard of it. It's called The Beer Runs. And I think it's about time that we welcome you to The Beer Runs. Now, before I introduce my wonderful two co-hosts, I think that it's apropos that since I'm the one hosting tonight, we don't call it The Beer Runs, but we call it The Milk Runs. So, welcome to the Tripod Session Milk Runs. On my left for this evening, he does a better Keith Lee than Keith Lee himself. The man, the myth, the legend, the god of the streets, Mr. Big Carpe himself. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good, my sir. My sir, Bretsky. Um, thank you for hosting. Thank you, Make-A-Wish. Um, you just got like six million more to go to beat John Cena. So, I mean, you know, first step is always the hardest. Um, so here's to you. Cheers. Clink. I clicked my phone. Uh, thank you for having me this evening. Oh, of course, of course, it's my pleasure. And on on my right is the epitome of legendary. He has done everything you can possibly think of for a podcast that does nothing for him. It is the goat of spinoff podcasts and the goat of national wrestling. Gentlemen, Mangria Fueled, how are you doing tonight? Gentlemen, Bretsky, thank you so much for taking the reins here this week. I must admit, it was my make-a-wish, because as you all know, I'm dying of obesity. However, I have yet to have my first heart attack, but they don't need to know that. I got you to host this show, so thank you, Make-a-Wish. <laughs> Make-a-Wish? Make-a-Wish is a phenomenal organization, and I am frankly surprised that they've even heard of this podcast. Oh, we're, we're really um, big with the um, the uh, foreign listeners. I don't know if you heard or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I was unaware of that fact previously. They just kind of they just kind of flew me in. They're like, you know, I got to got to do this thing. So you know what? I, I'm, I'll just do it. I'm getting paid. So it's all you know good. what? No bullshit. Uh, we have listeners in Spain. We have German listeners, what? and we have UK listeners. So shout out to y'all. Thank you for listening. I have a feeling what the UK ones are, but like, damn, Germany and Spain. Yeah, pretty cool. Huh? I'm a little, I'm a little scared of the German listener, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> bringing up, bringing, bringing up some, some bad, bad flashbacks <laughs> for me. But, uh, juju out of here. <laughs> hey, Juju, uh, doubling down, Caesar. Yeah, you know we got to banned early oh. this round. <laughs> oh man. So, you know what? Um, I guess we'll get right into it. We, we, we all have our Instagram nicknames, and I think that we all put a lot of effort into them, you know, if I do say so myself. But not every wrestler has a very cre- creative nickname that they, you can tell they didn't put a lot of effort into it. With that being said, I would like to get us right into the lazy nicknames segment this week. Um, like, as we, we saw and talked about last week, how we were going to pick three, I believe you said, uh, three lazy wrestler nicknames. Uh, to get us started with the first one on his list, Big Carpe, what is your first lazy nickname? All right, I can only think of one. Um, I have ideas for the other two, so I guess I'll just run those by you guys when it's my turn. But um, 
basically when your boy the big show came over before he was the big show they just called him the giant i thought that was hella lazy because i mean i guess he's just another seven foot guy but i mean you had andre the giant but he at least had a name and they just called him the giant thought that was the laziest shit ever i was like and then like you know i don't know how many months later he became the big show which is at least um actual nickname that he took off and created merch and got rich off of but yeah that giant shit was lazy to me yeah i agree with that that was that was almost that was like my runoff one um that i that i wanted to have i figured someone else would have it um what are your thoughts mangria uh yeah that's that's Pretty true, Cesar. I remember when uh, he did come to the WWE at St. Valentine's Massacre. I believe they just yep. went with, it's yep. Paul White. It's yeah. Paul White. Paul White. And then uh, like the following week, they're like, it's yeah. the big show. Mm. Well, the next week on Raw, he was the giant. And then like two weeks later, I think he was the big show. Oh, so they did so, call him the giant in WWE? Yeah. yeah, they called him the giant for like a week. I think oh. on Raw, he was... Because, yeah, they said Paul White, and then, I guess, you know, Vince, you know, Vince, then got pissy, so they called him the Giant. And he actually came out with that one sleeve jammy, like Andre the Giant. Like, it was literally just like a rip-off Andre suit. And then I think the next week, that's well, two weeks later, he was the big show. You know what's the laziest of all time is the fucking Netflix show he has. The Big Show show. <laughs> We're so creative, guys. I think, I think it's the Big Show's Big Show. No, I think it's the Big Show show. It's the Big Show show? Yeah, yeah still uh, either pretty way, lazy, it's lazy. But see, either way, it's see, lazy because be if you're saying if you're saying the Big Show's Big Show or the Big Show show, yeah, it's still lazy. To be fair to that one, at least there was definitely they they weren't. It, well, I feel like that wasn't just like we have nothing else to call it. It was like, oh, it'd be funny because show show, haha. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, it's definitely lazy. Yeah. So then, um, gentlemen fueled. What is your first lazy nickname? My first lazy nickname is the the only one that's in uh, the current era. Ooh. Um, I believe mm. you guys can correct me if I'm wrong because I'm wrong a lot. Um, <laughs> the Dutch destroyer, Alistair Black. Uh, we all know how old? Vince loves to give uh, people their uh, heritage and just pair it with something that starts with the same letter. I I played it out in my head. Uh, as soon as he gets to Raw, Vince is like, where is this guy from? Amsterdam? Netherlands? He's Dutch? Oh, he's a striker. I got it. The Dutch destroyer. It's such good shit, pal. I think he's. I think what the other one is like something like the mystery man from Amsterdam or some bullshit like that. That's not lazy. That's just bad. There's a difference. Did they did they call him that in NXT? No. What the Dutch the Dutch no, destroyer? They, they called him Alistair no. Black. They don't do no fuck okay, shit. I figured it was a Vince thing. All right, it, Dutch yeah, destroyer. Yeah. I can see Morrow maybe saying that, but that's still like Vince's input. Yeah, this, that's definitely a Vince thing. It's it, it always like Scottish psychopath, you know, like Swiss cyborg, Lord, Swiss yeah. Superman. I have a very, very long also ran list. <laughs> oh, God. Good, because I don't. I, I guess Cesar doesn't. <laughs> you know, I ain't got shit. I'm, I'm making up these next two, and I literally thought of them while you were uh, filming your year in review, a.k.a. beating your meat. So uh... <laughs> Beat it. That meat it. Beating that meat it. Just beat it. <laughs> Beat us to meet us. But yeah, go ahead, gentlemen. Bretzky, I guess it's your round. All right. All right. Uh, my first one is 
uh, and, it, uh, and the ones that I have aren't necessarily like bad mm. nicknames, but they're just like lazy. Like right, they right. still work some of them. Yeah. Um, first one is the Hulkster. Uh, I still put just that. I still Hulk. almost put that. <laughs> it's just Hulk, then plus Stir. Like it's yeah, like Hulk. Even Hulkamania, kind of. But that that's kind of clever because like you play it off WrestleMania, whatever. But Hulk Stir is just you know again it worked obviously for him. He sold he sold the merch. Uh, but yeah, Hulk Stir itself is lazy. I don't know Hulkamania is kind of lazy as well because WrestleMania is only once a year. Well, Hulkamania is like he said it three sixty five. He just turned it into a catchphrase. I mean, but he he got he gained Hulkamania. Like I think somebody probably said that when he won the title at WrestleMania. Like, oh my god, he won the title and Hulkamania is running wild. And then he just said it every day. Right, right. It probably so that that is uh, technically it, lazy, but yeah, he should save that for like Kevin Owens doesn't say it's KO Mania three sixty five. He says it's KO Mania at Mania. Right, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, Hulk Hogan. He sold. He sold the T-shirts. He got yeah. people happy, but still lazy. Yeah. Which I guess you know, knowing Hulk Hogan makes sense. Yeah. Um, Angria, any thoughts? Um, if his name would have remained Terry Bollea, would he have his place in history today, or no? No. Nah, I, I don't. I don't. I can't imagine people going like Terry, Terry, Terry. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, people also his name. Also, that name sounds like terrible. Like how they have like 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 Hugh, like like Hugh Larius or whatever they have. Hugh yeah. Morris. Hugh it sounds like Terry Bull. Yeah. No. Oh, right. Yeah. That'd have been great. That'd be great for them to call him Terry Bull. It's that funny was- that the most creative part is the Hulk Hogan name and everything else after that was incredibly lazy. Yeah. Yeah. They just <laughs> attached shit to it. I mean, even even when he went heel and he was Hollywood Hulk Hogan, they Yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just say he's from instead of Florida, let's just say he's from Hollywood now cuz he's been in a couple movies and he's Hollywood Hulk Hogan. It's still H. <laughs> exactly. You know Hulk Hogan still patting himself on the back for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, was it the Triple no. H come first or did Hollywood Hulk Hogan come first? Which was the first Triple H? Hunter Hearst Helmsley came oh, first. Oh, yeah. You are correct. You are correct. He did come first. So I guess these are the um, speaking of, of Hulk Hogan and, and all of his different versions of his laziness. Uh, yeah. What was your, what's your second one? That my you my second on? one is kind of a thought. Um, so it's, it's from the current era because um, I saw. I'll scroll in the gram. I was wondering who came up with Jungle Boy Jack Perry? Did he ever swing in on a rope? Why is he a jungle boy? Like, does he have right. any backstory that he's from the jungle? Like, I get it, he wears the pants or whatever, but that's just, you know, you wrestle in whatever you want to wrestle in, and he hangs out with a dinosaur. Why is he from the jungle? Like, so I was like, who donned him the jungle boy? He didn't like say he grew up with animals. He still uses. Right. He, I have he, no he does, idea. He does say all the time, like, "Yeah, my dad was Luke Perry, the famous actor." Yeah, the famous actor. That means you grew up in Hollywood. You didn't go around in the jungle. You don't act like you're from the jungle. You act like a regular person, and you use your real name. To to me, yeah. The, to me, the backstory is the lazy part about his name. Like, there's no backstory. He's just like, you know what? I'm just gonna call myself Jungle Boy and roll, with if- it and hang out with this dinosaur guy. 
If you know anything, the you know the one guy on here who like saw Jungle Boy in his first indie show where he explained it's like, hey, come on, he has a backstory. You got to dig deeper. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I got time. Well, like you said, Cesar, if anything, he should have lived the Hollywood gimmick and came out like a Tyler Breeze type. That would have made more sense. But it would have because he it would have made way more sense. Yeah, I, that could be down the line for him though. That could be like a heel, like a rock heel turn, right? Like where he comes out, it's like. Hey, listen, why the fuck am I being stuck with a fucking dinosaur and midget? Like, I, like <laughs> you, you could easily pull like, pull that off down the line. Like, true, I can't, I true. Can see that. But he stepped into AEW as Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and they always say that. They, yeah. they make sure to say all four names, like it's his real name, but motherfucker ain't from the jungle. That's all I want to know. So would you rather, CSR, would you rather, because I know... Like on his nameplate, it's always just Jungle Boy. Right. And like, exactly. But they all, but so you, you, Ross, he always says, Yeah, this boy, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, boy, he, he, he up and coming. He good. Barbecue right, song. So would you, would you, <laughs> would you rather him, would you rather him just be called Jungle Boy all the time and like them not acknowledge it? Yes. That he's Luke Perry's kid, or would you rather they call him Jungle Boy Jack Perry and, and give an actual backstory? I would rather, well, I can't take the backstory now because we're too deep in this. It's been two years. So I can't even, right. I can't even, nah, I would rather them call, I'd rather he be called one or the other. He'd either be called Jack Perry now or Jungle Boy. And I'll just accept that. But I'll still be like, why the fuck is he called Jungle Boy? This motherfucker ain't from the jungle. But I would still like rather than just call him Jungle Boy. And he, how, about, how about you, Mangria? What, what, what do you think about that? I would have preferred him just to be called Jungle Jack. I don't understand why he's oh, called yeah. Jungle Boy because you know, they're getting stuck. You know, like Heartbreak Kid. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels is stuck with Heartbreak Kid forever now. Jungle Boy, he's going to be stuck with that until he changes it up. But it should have been Jungle Jack Perry instead of Jungle Boy. And whose heart did Shawn Michaels break? Sherry, <laughs> Sherry. and, and yeah. Marty. Yeah, but he, uh, I guess Marty, he broke Marty's heart and then he became the Heartbreak Kid. He broke more than his heart. Yeah, he broke that damn plate. <laughs> he broke his mind. So to be fair, Mar- Marty did apparently stop someone's heart when he was before before he was arrested. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's killed a few people. Allegedly. So, allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, oh, sorry, allegedly. So, yeah. yeah, it's true. Allegedly. Wait a minute. So Shawn Michaels is both the showstopper yep. and the heartbreak kid. If you combine those, you get the heart stopper, mm. which is Mario Jeanette. Nice. Allegedly. Nice. Nice. So uh so trying to get away from Marty Gennetti, Bob Angrio, <laughs> what was your uh, second nickname? Well, this time, uh, my final two are actually connected, mm-hmm. and we have to go all Ooh. the way back to the year 1988. I remember that. 1988, we had <laughs> a man whose name was Terry Taylor. Uh-oh. <laughs> and he came out, and it was managed by Bobby the Brain Heenan, mm-hmm. and was known as... The Red Rooster. He donned red tights and a red coat, not to mention his weird red mohawk. Mm-hmm. He committed He committed to that gimmick. He strutted like a rooster, and God love him, he committed to it. Still lazy and screams honky, but uh, we do remember it to this day. I'll give him that. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that, Cesar? What are your thoughts on the Red Rooster? He's some trash, and that's why his nickname is Trash. <laughs> It's just again, you're gonna see a theme with this. The first letter, mm. starting with the first letter, Red Rooster, Dutch Destroyer. Oh yeah. So what? You got Brooklyn Brawler on the list too? Oh, you fucking asshole! <laughs> Wait, really? 
All right, let's move Look, on. As soon as he said Peyton, dude, that's all I thought about. That's all I, I was like, this fucker going to have another alliteration name. I know he is. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So um, my, my second one then um, is another – my next two are both modern. Um, again, the same thing where it's, a, it's still fitting and it still works, but it's still lazy. Uh, the big dog, Roman Reigns, because – the big dog is such a generic. You gotta say it like, like Michael Cole, Brad. Uh, the, big of, of dog. the big dog. Uh, yeah, so he it's it's such a generic like at least to me like like you know like it's any kind of sport where it's like I'm the big dog. This is my yard. You know, uh, it, everyone uses it. It's it, it's 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 way too common. It's just like. Oh, he thinks he's the best. He thinks it's his yard. Okay. Mm-hmm. If it's his yard, then he must be a dog. The big dog. All right, there you go. We're going to have a giant little, you know, animatronic dog barking at us whenever he comes out. It just, at least to me, I don't know about you guys, at least to me, just the big dog as a nickname seems lazy. Even though it works, it still seems lazy. Very so lazy. It, very no, lazy. It's very lazy because it's that's what he is in the company. And now I, I think of one that I'm going to say next. I'm not. I, I guess if we have bonus ones i'll think of the one i was gonna introduce but now you brought me to one i think i'm gonna put on the list Um, i would like to say super cena because you're literally exploiting the fact that he doesn't lose and also uh, jbl's famous big match john well if if he's the top guy of course he's always going to be in a big match like that's also very a lazy handle to have, and that he's super Cena because he kicks out of everything, and he but he still never loses at the end of the day. Like there's no kryptonite for Super Cena. He always shows up. He always wins. He always gets the belt. Not, not well, if you watch not, Dynamite, uh, Cena did meet his kryptonite recently. I don't, well, I guess I guess we get me know now that Cena can't here. handle that BBC. Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't even he didn't even get a taste. Yeah, he exactly. He caught a backbreaker. He, he caught the tip. He caught the yeah, tip. He caught the tip. Yeah, he, like, felt yeah, it, he felt it on some tights, and he was like, I got to get out of here. I'm going to just I'm gonna take this <laughs> loss. You guys got me thinking about the Shield now uh, with uh, Roman Reigns. It's funny yeah. that he had the laziest nickname yeah, when Seth was the architect, which is badass, and Dean Ambrose was the lunatic friend. Yeah. So that's badass. And then we have the big dog. Big dog. Right. So or, the, or... the lunatic fringe was <laughs> badass, but. When JBL started calling that uh that clothesline he does the lunatic lariat, that yeah. was some lazy oh, shit. That, that was some lazy shit. Oh, it's the lunatic. Only Dean Ambrose gets hit and, and tips back on the ropes and comes back with a clothesline. It's the lunatic lariat. Like, yeah, yeah, you just went too far, bro. Just le- leave it as it is. Yeah, that was yeah. All right, uh, Mangria, what alliteration are you going to bless us with now? <laughs> well, if you guys went deaf after my red rooster thing, you wouldn't know it. But my third is connected to the red, red rooster in 1988. The red rooster, when he became face, Bobby the Brain Heenan acquired the Brooklyn Brawler to feud with the red rooster. That's right. Steve Lombardi attacked red rooster and gorilla monsoon with a stool and was dubbed a Brooklyn Brawler ever since. Wearing torn jeans and a Yankees t-shirt, this guy's name sounds like the level one boss of a Super Nintendo game. Because he's from Brooklyn. He's a brawler. He's from hey, yo, yeah. hey, yo. hey, yo, I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah, fight. <laughs> the funniest thing. 
<laughs> the funniest thing about that character for me also is that since he, if he is supposed to be from Brooklyn and uh, and he he was around in that time, he was he was probably old enough to remember or at least be around people who remembered the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. So he probably should have been wearing some of that Dodgers instead gear. of the Yankee but, gear. But yeah, he was wearing Yankee gear yeah. every time. That actually fueled the heat when he first debuted. When he was wearing that, it was on uh, his Wikipedia. <laughs> I thought Gretzky. I thought Gretzky might uh, appreciate that I, I worked in Bobby the Brain Heenan on two of my yeah, lazy yeah. nicknames. Cause... I did. It's I in did. its current. Day. I was worried. I was worried you were going to say the Brain. I was like, wait. Well, no, no. You say his whole. Uh, we say whole names here, like Jungle Boy Jack yeah. Perry. Fuck it. Like yeah. Doctor Britt Baker. DMD. Mister Brody Lee. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually do like the Brooklyn Brawler just because he was really bad. Um. Yeah. So. Um. But other than that, I guess we'll move on. My third one is someone who we all equally love and adore on this podcast. Um. And it's the American Nightmare. No. Oh, yeah. I. Cody James. Because. And again, it's still you know it, it's a really nice tribute to Dusty. It's a nice tribute. But two things. First off, it's been used before, apparently. Oh, did not um, know that. Apparently, I didn't either. I, I, I saw something about like I, I didn't really have a chance to look it up because I, I forgot about it until like right before we started this. But apparently, it like some like, people were saying that apparently, it, it, I think Dustin used it for a little bit, like after he broke up or something like okay. that, or something like okay. that. Um, but I'm not. I can't confirm that. But also, like now that he is not a heel. Why is he the American Nightmare? Right, like he's not a nightmare. Well, I mean, he is for us watching. Yeah. Like, like, why is he? Well, like, I mean, I, I, not I, a I get, I get what you're saying. And then even if Dustin uses it, it's still in the family. You know, yeah. uh, but he, he's saying he's he, he's just saying he's not Dusty. You know, he's he he literally is the opposite of Dusty. He's completely in shape. Uh, <laughs> he has he has only one wife. <laughs> if they are gonna have kids, it'll probably be with his one wife. <laughs> um, he has a great relationship with his brother. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Jesus, what? I mean, he, he's already in the money because Dusty was making money, so he wasn't born a plumber's son. He was born from a wrestler's son, baby. Uh, there we go. I was hoping there it is. Dusty. Yeah. So I, you know, what man? What? Come on, it's all facts here. I'm not saying nothing untrue. Don't give me the all. Oh. What? I'm not saying nothing untrue. <laughs> you know, Dusty out there piping, baby. It was it was a different time back then, baby. You know, Ric Flair got like eight wives. Nobody's bats an eye. Uh, <laughs> like I don't think any of Flair's children have the same mother. Like they're all half siblings. <laughs> Nobody's tripping about that. Uh, and he probably has more that we don't. Yeah, know about. at least we don't know about. You know, Flair was sticking and moving. Uh, well, it must be it must be scary for him. Like you know, he's going, he's just going around to like, to like a strip club somewhere around the country. Oh, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. some chick, some chick on the, uh, some chick stripping just goes woo. It's like, oh oh shit! Damn, did I hit that. Bretsky, Bretsky just now realizes his middle name's Flair. He goes, oh, that's why. That's why. God damn it! That's um. <laughs> did you ride space? That's movie? why my hair. That's why my hair is already going white. Yeah, that's why. That's why, bro. That's why. But um. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. But, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. He's not a heel, so why is he the nightmare? I guess just he's just taking it from, I don't know. I mean, I bet. But also, either way, whether or not he's heel or face, it's, again, as fitting of a tribute as it is, it's so lazy because, like, okay, 
my dad was the American dream. I need my own nickname. Like he's right, right, right. Yeah. Like he's he's had he's had dashing, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, dashing could be like, you know yeah. And I get I get it as a tribute, but then like every day it's like, you know, Justin Roberts, the American nightmare. Yeah. And they kind of call themselves like, the nightmare family or whatnot. Yeah, I get it. Exactly. Yeah. It's, a, it's a whole brand now. It's like, okay, yeah. calm down, buddy. You didn't come up with it. Calm down. He, should, he should really just call himself Cody Jarrett. I'd, I'd respect him more. Yeah, come out with the strut. In the oh, bro. If he if he, if he went heel and called himself Cody Jarrett and started hitting bitches with guitars and shit, oh, I would, no, I would he, respect he, him No, more. he doesn't hit him with the guitar. He hits him with the wick belt. Yeah, oh my god. No, I don't know, man. Just claim the whole, like, Jeff Jarrett the king of the mountain. If he called himself like the emperor of the of the <laughs> land or some shit, emperor, <laughs> no, the pharaoh, the pharaoh of the pyramid, the pharaoh of the pyramid, or some fuck shit like that. <laughs> like, I would respect <laughs> him more. I would so respect him more if he just went full copyright. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> oh boy, I so, do. Uh, have, I, I do. Like Rhea, how, what are your thoughts? Uh, I do like how Rhea Ripley is known as the nightmare of NXT, by the way. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but she was she was at least the nightmare before Cody was the American nightmare, I think. That's possible. It's possible. Well no, she was she calling was, herself the No, she was she was calling herself the nightmare back in NXT UK. Right, but she was also a face when she was in the Mae Young Classic, and that's when Cody was definitely in New Japan being the American Nightmare. That's true, that's true. She was Cody had to put that ugly ass tattoo on his neck too. Yeah, she, she was kind of like oh, she was yeah. kind of like a just a bigger Alexa Bliss at first, and then like flipped the switch to heel and became the nightmare. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. Man, imagine Rhea Ripley. Now I'm thinking about Rhea Ripley coming out with like the original Alexa Bliss gimmick like, uh, with the glitter and all that. Oh shit. yeah, that'd have been so horrible. That'd be no, that'd be fun now. That'd be funny now. But knowing. <laughs> Like if she come out one day, like she's like, "All right, I'm basing Mercedes Martinez. I gotta bring, I gotta bring something different that no one's ever seen before. Glitter, glitter." Oh, God, that shit would. Uh, All right, Mangria, what do you, what do you got for us in terms of runoff? My also rans just include all the wrestlers where first and last names begin with the same letter, just like Stan Lee's Marvel characters. <laughs> the Blue Blazer, Hulk Hogan, Bam Bam Bigelow, Bruiser Brody, Kofi Kingston, Scott Steiner, Hardcore Holly, Chainsaw Charlie, and worst of all, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. But he, I'm was, sure but he was a I'm barber. Sure way more, but I, I didn't want to list all of them or else I'd get Carpal Tunnel. But, he'd chop your, but he would chop your hair off. He was a barber. It's not lazy. He that was his profession. Yeah, come on, man. You gotta respect it. That's like that's like the butcher and the blade. They run a bar they run a butcher shop. Moving on. Yeah, you got nothing to say now, Mangria. Yeah. Oh, oh, my one of my uh one of my runoffs was the Dark Order. If they all why do they have numbers if they all have names? Oh yeah. Well, because they all, yeah, they call them names too. I mean, it's yeah. also is it only five and ten, or is it one, two? Three, no, well, four, five, well, six? there's evil Uno, so I'm guessing he's one. Yeah, I think two is silver. Right, and then well, then there's there's what there was two and five who wrestled the tag champs the other day, but like yeah, there's, and there's two, ten. They have a ten. ten. Yeah, is Stu Grayson? Does he have a number, or is he always just Stu Grayson? I think I think Stu Grayson is either two or five. I'm not sure. No, they're, they're, I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, the numbers are lazy. Why call them numbers? And then after they wrestle on TV for a couple of times and they 
They're like, oh, it's it's so and so and so and so, aka like three and eight from the other day. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, so, I I I def- I feel it. It's weird. Yeah, it, I, I get the cult. I get the cult thing they're going for, where like he, Brody, Mister Brody, doesn't see them as people, but as numbers. I get that. Right, but then, but, but then, like, I, but you gotta be consistent with it. Either always call them one, two, three, four, five, or don't. Well, like, Evil, Evil Uno saying. doesn't have a name. He's Evil Uno. Oh yeah, no, Evil Uno's fine. Evil Uno, right? Is, which is, is his totally name. Fine. So I kind of like that. But if if they all had their own flair, like if you call somebody like you know Dose or whatever the French word for two is or whatever, I don't care. Do yeah, do. Yeah, or some Latin shit. I don't give a fuck. If it was a Mexican and he was five and you called him Cinco, I'd be down with that shit too. Like, I mean, let's keep it real. Evil Uno wears the mask like a luchador on some fuck shit and he's always on some fuck shit. But yeah, what's Stu Grayson? Does he have a number? Is he 9.3? Is he pi? 3.14? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. So, what do you think about the Dark Order and numbers, Mangria? Uh, Cesar's got me thinking now, damn it. Stu Grayson has to have a number. That's what I'm saying. See, this is all I'm saying. This is, this is, see, this is the random shit I think about in the middle of the day when I should be, like, actually working and helping people. I'm just like... By the way, Cesar, when you say his name, I think of JR saying, Stu, don't call me Dick Grayson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is the worst thing I'm thinking about. I'm like, man, does Stu Grayson have a number? I wonder what his number is. Is he seven? I just imagine, I like just imagine Cesar sitting, like, stand, sitting behind the bar, but, like, like some dude just like snapping his fingers, like, hey, man, I want to order. <laughs> and Cesar just like, sitting there, like, deep thought. Yeah. What is Stu Grayson's number? Yeah. I mean, I'm not listening to some guy snap his fingers. Fuck you. You snap your fingers, you're never getting annoyed. I'm just like, what's Stu Grayson's number? Is he a one, two, or three? Since, evil, since he partners with Evil Uno, is he like the two? Are they a pair? Or is he at the opposite end? The I'm cash, like, no, he's not cash. at the opposite end. That's 10. The cash register is being stolen from the bar. Cesar is writing down on a notepad. So if number, if they do have a number two, do they call him the shit? <laughs> it should be. I would. Yeah. I like my, That would be my moniker. If I was number two, I'd be the shit. Cops get there. It turns out they're wrestling fans. Like, yeah. so what were you doing while this was happening? Well, I was thinking about the Dark Order. The guys like, yo, same, same here. Uh, yeah, I'd be like, so guys, I was deep in thought. Does Stu? Do you watch AEW? Yeah, we watch wrestling. Does Stu Grayson have a number? God damn it, Johnson. You know what? Pull up and get a beer. We got to talk with this gent. <laughs> Forget about the they, robbery. They turn their radios off. Yeah. They're like, look, we're just we're just going to like roll some drug dealers and get you your money back. Don't worry about it. We got this. So, Johnson, what do you think about Stu Grayson? Does he have a number? I never thought about it, Sarge. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, do, do we got any more uh, also rants? No, nope, that's, that's it. That's all of mine. Yeah. All right. Um, so if you're listening and you have any uh, other lazy nicknames, we don't really care. Um, moving on to another segment, um, which is not new. The wrestling highlights of the week. Um, the week being including Monday Night Raw, Wednesday night NXT and AEW Dynamite. And then Friday night, a smack it down. Um, I, I guess I'll start with Raw. Um, sure. and we'll do, and we'll we'll figure it out from there, I guess. Um, so for me, I had two potential ones. Um, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna go with the raw highlight that I know at least one of you was gonna say. Um, Randy Orton at the end of the show turning on Big Dick Ric Flair. Um, that was just so phenomenally done. The whole thing with Orton whispering like, "It's okay, Rick. It'll be over soon. You know, thank you for all you've done for me, Rick." 
it was so well done. Orton is the best thing going in the business right now, at least in my opinion. Um, he he's great, and it's a lot of in, getting to a lot of intrigue going forward as to what role, if any, Ric Flair is going to have in SummerSlam. Um, I personally think this was phenomenally well done. Um, but yeah, so that's my highlight of the week. I don't know if you, if you guys have anything to say about that. Um, uh, if if not, we'll go we'll go to Mangria first for his his raw highlight. My raw highlight's a tiny one because Milfy James has returned. Milfy that's James right. is back. And yes, they got raw after a very long absence. It was nice to see her. She's still looking good. Mm. Yes, Lord. But, yes, Lord. But of course, we get a natty uh, appearance that ruined it. But I mean. Damn, if, if there is ever a chick that needs to be on the MILF crumb offs, it's Mickey Jane. Mm. Hey, hey, that's not till next week. It's not till next week. Um, but yeah, <laughs> by the way, you know what I noticed about Natty and Lana was their very shitty reference to the whole boat trip of all the all the chicks who were on that boat. Yeah. They were like, we're gonna call ourselves the boat. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah. Nat seeing Natty and Lana together on my TV makes me want to gouge my eyes out. But um, yeah, that was a really great moment. I'm, I'm, I hope that they're going to actually give Mickey James something to do, um, other than be Alexa Bliss's sidekick. But uh, different shows, yeah, you know. yeah, different shows. Even though she was really good, as much as I loved her as La Luchadora and that whole storyline, um, I I want to see at least one more championship run in Mickey personally. Um, but yeah, so Cesar, what is your Raw moment of the week? Uh, I fell asleep early on Raw. <laughs> Uh, it was a long day at work. Tried to stay up. I watched the Randy Orton stuff later. It was good. So I'm gonna say, yeah, for the for the part I did stay up in, I gotta go with uh, Zanka's favorite, Dominic getting skeeted on by them kendo sticks. <laughs> uh, my man ate him like a champ. Uh. Well, I mean, he, he, you know, he sold it that they hurt, and them fucking shits look like they hurt like shit. I ain't trying to take one, but um, yeah, Seth going a little ape shit, beating down on old Dominic. He took his licks like a man. I respect him for it. That was uh, the raw highlight of the week for me. Paying his dues. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, another thing that I liked uh, that was kind of my runner-up was Shayna Baszler featured on Raw Underground. That was really cool to see. Beating, beating all them um, bitches. And apparently, uh, Sonia Deville has issued a challenge that she wants so she wants Shayna Baszler on Raw Underground. So that'll be fucking fun. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't make it to Raw Underground. Like I saw Shayna Mac get a pass through the big black bouncer, and that's when I kind of passed out. Uh, were the whores back on Raw Underground? I don't think so. No, they weren't. And Liv Morgan wants them back. Yeah, too. I Liv saw. Morgan's I saw Liv Morgan. Yeah, Liv Morgan wants the horse. All right. Doesn't live a good Can pool. we talk about something before we move on? Yeah, of course. How what's, shi- what's on your mind? How shitty the retribution segments were this week on Raw, that, where they wait. threw a cinder block through the fucking window, and wait. then they were, uh, I guess they flipped a car and they just kept kicking it. That, that was kind of fucking retarded. Where you're, you're saying that there were good retribution uh, things. Saying... Like how I'd, I'd say the last time we saw him was on SmackDown, and they were using a chainsaw to cut up the ring. This yeah, week, they're never... doing a cinder block through a window, and it's like, all right, guys. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, really, I mean, I didn't think it was terrible. The whole the whole thing with they were kind of staying there with the car was kind of weird. They weren't running away, 
But yeah, I didn't I didn't necessarily mind the cinder block through the window. It's kind of it's a, if the whole thing is that they're just kind of destroying things at random, then I don't mind that. They uh, threw a second cinder block through the broken window. There was no hey, window. You know, to break. They're, they're not going to. No, they're not going to touch. They're not going to touch the broken glass and get cut. That's no, they could have broken another window. No, wait, my point. Listen, Mangria. I don't know about you, but personally, when I'm playing Grand Theft Auto and I have to shoot out a window, I always shoot out the extra shard. You got to. What's the point? No, do you guys understand what I'm saying? They broke the window. The window was gone. They threw another cinder block through the already empty space. Yeah, no, we're saying that you, you got you to gotta clear out the path. You got to make sure there's no excess shards yeah. sitting on that window. They're just being you don't want to walk. Well, you don't Cesar, can it. you pick a side? Are you shitting on them or are you not shitting on them, you <laughs> asshole? Well, I'm still just shitting on them. but with everything I'm saying? No, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with everything you're saying. I'm just saying they were being safe. You can be safe and still be shitty at the same time. There's no loss or anything that you can't. It was awful. Uh, oh man, I, they they were fine on SmackDown for me. They, they this pat this week SmackDown they were they they redeemed themselves. Yeah, it, I mean, get it's, it. They're get still it. they're still get doing it. shitty segments, but they were just being safe. What's wrong with being safe? Yeah, yeah, you gotta make sure. sure. Um, <laughs> moving on to Wednesday, we're gonna start with NXT and gentlemen Caesar. Uh, you ended the on the Raw segment, so you're gonna start off. What was your NXT highlight? Uh, fuck, what happened on NXT? Let me see, a lot. Uh, that happened, yeah. That happened, yeah. I can tell you what the worst segment was. Um, what was your worst segment? You know that, what it is, bro. That fucking, that fucking, I want to hear it. That fucking Vince Fireball fuck shit, Keith Lee <laughs> cross shit. Come on, son. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Look, I thought I, I think Vancouver and I are on the same page. Oh no, no, no! That triple threat match was fine. I mean, Cameron Grimes had nothing to do with it being great. If we're being honest, it's the other two guys who carried that match. You can honestly say that because you can't think of one Cameron Grimes highlight from that match except he did. I a, can. A, I no, can. You can only think of that. You can only think of that. He won the match. No, you can only think of the <laughs> shitty cave in at the end. He had no great spots. Throughout that whole match, except for that, he wants he's game. on his way to the moon. <laughs> that's the only. That's the only shitty part of the match is like he he did a shitty cave in and pinned Kushida. Just can because, I say real quick, go ahead. before before you go with before you continue before you pick, tell us your highlight. Cameron Grimes shit posting on Instagram of all the shit like oh they saw some fucking guys did on the moon oh it looks like it was Cameron Grimes all that shit is is fucking gold him just shit posting about him going to the moon is gold on Instagram yeah uh, no I mean the triple threat match was the best match of the night I mean uh I don't know if there was like a, a moment better than that yeah the Keith Lee thing was the worst uh Johnny Gargano just leaving a ladder out bugged me. Like, first of all, I thought it was funny that he was on a ladder the whole time during that promo. So I will say I laughed at that. But then when they just went upstairs, or or he kind of acknowledged that Candace was being weird because he was like, what book are you reading? Yeah. <laughs> like, so that old promo, like, actually was entertaining for me. But for this motherfucker to just, like, leave the ladder out and they go upstairs and turn the lights on, I was like, put the fucking ladder away. What are you, you heathen? Uh, all right, you know what? I'm going to pick that. I'm going to pick uh, Hanging with the Garganos. This time they were blue and pink and with their matching uh, color schemes, like man and woman. And still, Johnny b- acknowledging that she's being weird and asking what book she's reading from. I'm going to give that my NXT highlight this week. Wow. 
I'm just kind of shocked. That was kind of my backup one because uh, I didn't think anyone was going to say it. That was, that whole thing, even the, from the start where they had the fucking the, the cup. They, yeah, the, the cup still on the, the table. table. Yeah. The, you, you saw a Doc Hendricks picture on the wall. Yeah. Like, Good night, Doc. Good night, Doc. And he touches it. Yeah. And go, yeah, it goes upstairs. Oh, uh, that whole segment was gold. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? What did you think of that promo, Mangria, before we go on? It was pretty good. The The guys brought up uh, an interesting point on the hangover that they don't believe Johnny and Candace as heels. They still see them as really good people. And I, I thought about that for a minute because you know how, how nice Johnny and Candace were before all the heel stuff happened. Right. They were not fans of their heel work, uh, which is really? completely contradicting to what we say every week, how we enjoy their heel work and their music and all that shit. No, Sam I, I, also I work, she's our, Sam said he hates Candace's hair. Well, yeah, her hair is stupid. Yeah, her hair. <laughs> her, hair her hair makes sense for the gimmick if the gimmick is yeah, but it, like it, hot it, topic it, worker, but it sucks. Yeah, it, her hair is definitely stupid. But I mean, it's the same thing with Adam Cole. He's the nicest guy in the world, yet he yeah. plays an asshole every single week. But you love him for it. I do have to say about this segment that we're supposed to be taking them serious as heels, but I laugh every time they're talking normal and then it smash cuts to that weird yeah, with the weird thing they use. It's funny. I laugh every time that happens. I think the point of it, though, is like, because Candice is a heel. I mean, I feel like Candice makes more sense than Johnny is the heel. Yeah. Because Johnny's had the success and Candice hasn't. But I, I like what they're both doing. And even the smash cuts, like, I feel like the whole point of it is that they're they just in their in their minds because every heel has like the mindset of I'm doing good I'm doing something good yeah um at least to them I feel like the their whole thing is that we want to be like a really we want to be like the best family like, we're already so close as like husband and wife we we want to we want to you know expand our husband and wifeness or some bullshit like that like they well, they, they no, see they're... themselves as like I this great as... family and they're having like a normal family dinner and then all of a sudden they're like oh fuck this guy you know well, no, yeah, so I, I, I just I... see them as really selfish which is definitely a heel characteristic and that's what Johnny said you can't have a takeover without Johnny takeover of course i'm gonna beat this guy and go into the ladder match like he, he's just being super looking inward of him and being selfish which is what a heel does so, I mean, his heel work, I think, is great. But, like, motherfucker was just posted on a fucking ladder the whole time. So, he's he's basically boasting that, yeah, I'm going to beat this rookie. I'm going to go to the ladder match. I'm going to climb up the ladder. And I'm going to fucking win because I'm on a ladder. He's just putting that in your head. So my favorite, my favorite parts of their heel work, you guys, is when Johnny does the extra talk. You remember when him and uh, Roddy Strong, like, he interrupted Roddy yeah. Strong oh, and Roddy... Yeah. He told Roddy to get out of here. He's like, get out of here. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Candace's facials. Those are my favorite parts of their heel work. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey. Whoa, whoa. That was That's a, just, okay? a kid that show. Was a this is a family video. show, Mangria. Well, well, not really, but I mean, yeah, you can't be talking about stuff like that. Yeah, you on, know man. y'all skied it to that, That's too. So- <laughs> not, not that, you know, man, don't. You, you are getting foul, bro. Like, brother quarter yeah. didn't even say no shit like that. Oh, yeah, come on, wow. man. By the way, the, the anchor actually messaged me that Brother Quarter, um, he needs to tone it down or we're going to we're going to get canceled. Hold, guys. On, hold, on. hold on. Hold on. He has something to say. Bro, bro, oh, no. Brother Quarter, you have something uh, to say oh, about man. anchor? You have something? OK, hold on. Oh, oh whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Turn the, turn, turn the Are you going to allow point. him to say that? Bro, hey. bro, I don't control that man. He does whatever. He's a grown ass man. 
He's a grown ass brother, man. Do you think that Brother Quarter only dates dimes? <laughs> only. <laughs> only. <laughs> Dime piece bitches. That was good one, Brett. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'll be here. I'll be here for the rest of this episode. Yep. Um, all right, Mangria, what do you got for your highlight for NXT? Uh, are you gonna pick the main event so I can pick something else? Uh, um, what? No, just pick whatever you're gonna pick, and if you pick what I was gonna say, then I'll uh. No, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. No, he's that picking, moment he's picking the main event because he jerked off to it, and the sad part is he doesn't even like Cameron Grimes. He just likes doing his voice. <laughs> I well, I like the more I do the voice, the more I like Cameron Grimes. No, you don't. It's a lie. You said it. You said it at least three times. You still don't. I have an also ran. All right, give us both. Give us both. The moment was actually uh, I was impressed with Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest. I like that matchup. It was was quick, but I will say it was a good uh, match. Yeah, even though we fucked up the tsunami. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was uh, that was a point I made when. Bronson went for the top rope splash. Priest moved, but Bronson's knee landed on the back of Priest's head. That looked fucking gnarly, dude. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for Priest, but I mean, he did the job. Bronson goes over. His star is shining a little brighter. I, I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it was a good match. I cringed when um, when the, the tsunami kind of got fucked up. Um, I did love how, like, you could tell that um, Priest was hurting, but the ref's like, hey, man, are you okay? And he's yeah. like, I got to do this fucking bullshit roll-up right here. <laughs> Give me one second. Give me a second, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was it was good. I mean, I don't see – I don't – I mean, we'll get we'll get to it in a little bit, but I don't know if what his chances are for winning the whole thing, but Bronson Reed, they're definitely building him up. Yeah. Um, His fat ass ain't getting up that ladder, man. Come on. I will say yeah, – if Otis couldn't get up, then he – but um, Well, Otis I didn't get up, remember? Like the briefcase. No, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, if, yeah. if you're gonna have us believe that Otis can't get up a ladder, yeah. then we can't believe. Bronson Reed. I will. I'm starting to forgive the thick boy nickname. Yeah, there you and, go. You coming around, ain't you, bitch? No, and it's only because of the thing they did last week, where they're like, or the what two weeks ago, something like that, where they're like, where he's like, oh, I'm on oi, I'm only calling myself the thick boy because you know my fans always calling me thick boy, and I want to be nice to the fans, like. <laughs> That shit, like, does that qualify as a lazy nickname? Not really. I mean, it's a little on the nose. I don't know. It's a little on the nose. I guess. Can we each come up with our own lazy nickname for him? Who the thick boy? Yeah, let's let's think of a lazy nickname for him. What would Vince call him? Lord Lad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Big bad Bronson Reed. Oh god. (laughs) Oh god. The Aussie, lazy assassin. No, the, the Aussie assassin. Oh, my oh, God. Triple A. The Aussie assassin. No, he'd be like the Aussie ass man or some fucking shit like that. <laughs> Come out with the Funkadactyls. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Shake that ass. Oh, yeah. He'd be... <laughs> God almighty. Uh, Cameron, by the way, still wrestling. <laughs> um, somehow, somehow, I think they would spell it with a K, and he'd be like the calorie killer Bronson Reed. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Uh, no, yeah, but if, if the whole point of the thick boy nickname is because he feels that connection with the fans, I'll allow it. I'll be, I'll, I'm fine with it now. So good on you, buddy. But um, what was your, what was your also ran, Mangria? Well, seeing as how we're all three uh, Seinfeld watchers, uh, when Tyler Breeze came out, they said. From a seasonal residence in Del Boca Vista. Vista. Yeah. Yep. 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 That was pretty sweet. Yeah. 
I'm glad that you guys also caught that. <laughs> yeah, it's, I laughed at it. Oh, man, yeah. Um, all right, so if, in case you guys couldn't tell what mine was going to be, um, <clears throat> I'll bring in a guest to read it for me. Uh-oh. Uh, excuse me, yeah, yeah. No, 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 put down the hat. No, come over here. Come over here. No, I don't I don't care. No. Why are you putting on a spacesuit? All right, come here. <clears throat> brother quarter. Brother Mangry and brother Caesar are my best friend in the whole world. It is fine, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> and I had a star-making performance in that triple threat match. <laughs> And I am going to climb a ladder all the way to the moon, baby. Yeah, so Cameron Grimes, thank you for that announcement. Cameron Grimes winning that triple threat match gave me such a boner that I had to call the hotline because it lasted for over four hours. That was <laughs> so, oh, oh man. I, I, I just got filled with such warmth and happiness that I haven't felt in so long. And I cannot wait until Cameron Grimes is the longest reigning NXT North American champion of all time. He's not winning the match. I please hope, <laughs> please hope that you're picking that for predictions. You're picking him, aren't you? I mean, you have to. You just co-signed. I kind of. I. I mean, I don't know. I yeah, don't no, know no, 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 I, no, 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 no. You can't go back now. You just said you hope he's the longest reigning North American well, champion. Well, there's a difference. There's a difference between what I hope and what I. No, no, but you got to pick it. You kind of just. You kind of just declared it to the world. That you co-signed Cameron Grimes in the NXT. Well, you also don't know that I meant that he would win this this upcoming well, ladder match. Upcoming he ladder match. He's in this upcoming ladder match. He's in this ladder match. Oh man, we'll get we'll get to it when we get there. The only predictions that count are the ones that happen during the segment later. But yeah, all, right, all right, um, all right. Just write that down, man. We'll Bretsky Cameron Grimes ladder match. Just write it down. Just write it down. Pencil then. Pencil then. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Um. All right, I forgot. Do do I do AEW now, Mangria? I don't remember what we did last. last yeah, well, you got to get our thoughts on your highlight. Oh yeah, what I already know Caesar's thoughts. Yeah, we, I already, already said my thoughts. I, I, I refuse. I refuse to listen to Caesar's. No, no, thoughts. actually, actually, all right, fine. You don't refuse. The right man won because <laughs> you couldn't. Because they still needed. They still needed. Now that the dream is back, even though I think we kind of called this like the dream would be. A guest spot in one of these matches. Uh, now that the dream yeah, yeah. is back, Cameron Grimes, it, yeah, Kushida is going back to the cruiserweight title, which he probably should win. But I wouldn't be mad if he would have, you know, won and been in the ladder match. Um, Kushida had to take the pin because it beautifully sets up what we really wanted to happen before the old Adam Cole Dream Street fight, and then Dream got in the car wreck with the fuckery going on. Is Balor? Versus Dream, what they talked about and hyped up months ago. So now we get to at least see that match. I mean, they're giving it away in free money, which I don't know why. Remember how excited we were, Cesar? Remember how excited we were when that match was almost about to happen and then shit happened? And we were like, yo, this shit's going to be fire next week. Um, I mean, now that the Dream is back and we got Balor versus Dream, I mean, Loomis isn't in this match. We can maybe still even get the possibility of the Loomis Dream Tag Team Championship. Oh, my God. That Rembrandt could come true. Uh, Everything he draws comes true. Comes, comes true. I'm just saying. Um, there's so many possibilities with Dream coming back. 
First of all, this match is going to be great next week. Free money. They're giving it away. Well, not yeah, it is next next Wednesday. And yeah. they're and they're alone Wednesday, so everybody will be watching because yeah, dynamite, dynamite. I keep saying dynamite. Dynamite <laughs> will be until the twenty second. So this is just free money giveaway. It's going to be great. I'm almost penciling in the winner of this match is going to win the title. I, I, I'm kind of feeling inclined to agree with you because, like I said, from the beginning, I wanted Balor to win. Uh, yeah, I, so yeah I no I'm, I'm kind of like 60-40 Balor, Balor winning the title and then him well, running. You know, you know what they set up, guys? When when what? Dream attacked Kushida after the match, we're gonna see Finn versus uh, Dream next week. I bet you Dream's gonna look like he's gonna win, and fucking Kushida's gonna come out there and like come out there out or something, yeah, yeah, and no. distract oh, him, and that'll Kushida set up Kushida versus, versus Dream. Dream at Takeover. Jesus 30. Christ, that, oh. that's yeah, that's fucking too. See, that's what I'm saying. That's too much gold, man. That's some Leo Rush twenty four year old piece of gold. Like that's <laughs> that is fucking money. Kushida Dream, that's some fucking money. And they were money in that triple threat match. So them just one on one, that's just you can't do it to him. You can't give me Valor Dream Wednesday, Kushida Dream Saturday. Saturday. No, sir. No, sir. You y'all motherfuckers tripping. Y'all giving away too much free money. <laughs> I will say though, I don't want Dream to win against Balor only because I don't think anyone in the ladder match at this point. Again, we'll see also how the Johnny Gargano match goes, which yeah. I don't think Johnny. Will I think, win. yeah, but, I think, um, I think that, I think that British guy's gonna win. Yeah, but I, I feel like this match, especially because Keith Lee's like opportunity. Well, you can say it better as the Keith Lee saying opportunity, Cesar. But um, give you an opportunity. Exactly. Uh, um, when Cesar does like- that impression, I picture Cesar lifting his pinky up. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I have no idea why. <laughs> His face is definitely scrunched up too. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I do have to like lift the neck a little bit to like <laughs> get the voice going. Oh man, no, but yeah, I feel like the ladder match should only be people who haven't won the title yet. Um, so Dream, having been a champ, the yeah. North American champ before, I feel like should not be in them. Even though he would be great in the match, yeah, which I'm not denying, I feel like he should not be in it. Right, but I mean, it, it would be another. But now that you know, they say Vince is like trying to give his two cents in NXT. And Vince, you know, you know what I'm saying. Vince was high on the dream. He's, I think, he's probably still high on the dream. Like, even though Johnny's saying to be the first two-time North American champion, Vince, I think Vince is more likely to give it to people he likes versus Gargano, which he would on some fuckery give it to Dream. But you got to have Balor in this match. Yeah. I mean, because I don't know where Balor... Because Dream can survive any loss. I don't see where Balor goes if he loses again. Right, but he's losing... I don't know. He's losing to Dream. I, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah, Balor can't take... He, he's only really... When he come back, he's only taking an L to Cole, which was the championship. And it wasn't really an L. It was a DQ. So, right. yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of use Dream as a transition then because I see there have been a couple people who were like, oh, why are they bringing Dream back? He's a, he's a convicted uh, pedophile. Oh, not you, convicted. But he, he's not. Like, also, like, I trust that because since he was off TV for a while anyway, I trust that WWE with all their lawyers and all the money they have to look into it yeah. found out that he's either definitely or very, very, very likely being framed. Yeah. So... 
I trust that Dream is off the hook, at least for now. Yeah. So that's fine. But who you know who isn't off the hook? AEW or formerly AEW's Jimmy Havoc. Um, I, I didn't, I I didn't like get a... to give my highlight, man. You skipped right you, over me. Yeah, you did. You gave your highlight. What was my highlight? Your highlight was fucking the the big boy, the Bronson Reed match. No, no, no. My thoughts on uh, your main event highlight. Oh, yeah, he oh, didn't give his thoughts. I was gonna point out at the at the beginning of the match. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but Kushida, he did a really strong arm wrench to Grimes, and I don't know if Cesar had a big smile on his face, but. Grimes landed on his neck like really oh, bad. Oh, really, yeah. really bad. Scary, really dude. bad. Yeah, that was, that, that was yeah. scary, man. Yeah, like really bad. I was just like, damn, that, that kind of like, I don't know if that's going to end up on WrestleBotch later. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> that's the only thing you thought. It's like, oh man, I hope he's okay. Poor, Poor Cam- oh man, Cameron I wonder if we see that on WrestleBotch. <laughs> yeah, Poor also, also, dream with the new blonde peach fuzz on his chin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the blonde cub catcher, that fruit booty. <laughs> what school do you go to? Um, yeah. So, so as I as I mentioned, Dream seems to be off the hook, but Jimmy Havoc was not. I'll get you guys thoughts on this before we talk about AEW. Um, so yeah, uh, AEW released Jimmy Havoc, Sadie Gibbs, and uh, B Priestley. Um, uh, apparently Jimmy Havoc was, they were going to reevaluate his situation with the company after he, after he completed rehab. So that was kind of related to the whole speaking out thing. Um, B Priestley and Sadie Gibbs were reportedly only cause they were in Britain and he, they couldn't make it over, which I was kind of surprised at because apparently Sadie Gibbs was like a big project for them that they really wanted to work on going forward. And B Priestley has, is really good and has that connection with, uh, Will Ospreay. So I was kind of surprised. Um, one thing I also surprised at is the fact that AEW marks who were quick to yell at WWE for releasing guys and girls during COVID have been absolutely silent during this. Of course they have. Um, so I got what before we move on to the highlights. What are you guys' thoughts on these recent AEW releases? Well, it's a shame that the two women that are desperately needed aren't going to be in the company anymore. Because I was a fan of Bea Priestley. I liked her look. Um, Jimmy Havoc, he, he was cool. I, I guess he was cool too. Um, he had a pretty good theme song. Uh, but uh, you know, they got so many guys, Cesar. What do you think? Do you think this is going to hurt him or it doesn't yeah, matter? Yeah, the Jimmy Havoc loss is not going to hurt him. I mean, I guess it'll hurt what Kip Sabian, maybe? Maybe I don't know. Not really. He he was fine on his own. Like, he kind of yeah, only they were like, they were like a lit tag team. And him, I'm sorry, them last couple of matches with him cheating and bringing in like the wet floor sign and the fucking yeah. the fucking Lowe's bag full of tools. Like that shit was pretty entertaining. I was definitely sports entertained, but they had like a good connection. They had a good tag team, a good thing with him and Penelope Ford. But I mean, yeah, I'm the only person I say it's gonna hurt is maybe Kip Sabian because he'd have to find a tag team partner now again. But uh, yeah, the the two girls. Yeah, I don't know why you get rid of the. You're hurting for women right now. Like all your top five besides your champ is injured. And you get rid of two people who could have like at least filled time with your champion. Well, no, from the reason week. why they released them was because they couldn't get over to wrestle. Apparently, that's what so I'm. Brett, they have couldn't... you heard anything about Pac? Pat McAfee, Pac, Pac. From oh, AEW? Pac. Pac. Um, no. Although all I know is that he can't come over. Um, and I doubt they'd release him though. He's too big of a name. He's too big they of a name. But him. yeah, he's he's like still trapped. So. 
But yeah, no, I um, I, I do wish with Pac because at the beginning of quarantine, they had a weird promo of him from his house. Yeah, which they keep doing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like Sadie. I mean, I I I I barely saw anything from about Sadie Gibb, but I do know that apparently like, the whole their whole mindset with her was like she's not ready yet, but she has a good look and she has a lot of athleticism, and apparently she was destined to be like one of the future stars of the women's division. And we all know, we, we I'm sure we've all seen the priest. Yeah. Like she's dating, uh, or Matt or engaged one of them. to you know, Osprey and all that shit. I don't understand it. Like I, I was, I was under the same impression. Like, why would you get rid of people in your women's division when you just hired fucking Cameron from the Funkadactyl? Yeah. Like I would, it's like, you're essentially trading out two, a one great British female wrestler and another, uh, f- apparently, according to them, future star British wrestler for Cameron, um, which I don't get. But you know what? You know, I just, I, you know, I, I don't understand it. But you know what? You you, you got to cut those paychecks. I, I don't know. Maybe they maybe they were figuring out how to pay Dr. Britt Baker DMD more money for carrying the company. They better. I don't know what it is. They better. She's about to throw out her back. She's carrying that whole fucking company. The whole yeah, division. She's find a company. chiropractor. Yeah. I see why she's in that wheelchair, man. She got to sit down all the time. <laughs> she's are you better not be taking a shit on the on air. No, I'm washing out my glass. So I can put some more beer in it. There we go. It is the milk. Oh, I mean, I mean milk. Milk. Alcohol flavored yes, milk. Exactly. What um what what kind do you got? Two percent, one percent, skim? I better not be skim. No, it's not no skim. It's not no skim. It's uh it's it's uh eight uh, percent milk. <laughs> oh good. Good. Um yeah, so AEW um dynamite happened on Wednesday. I know Mangria loved the show this week. Uh, <laughs> I'll say before- before before we move on, I'll say something that will be both controversial and something that I think you guys will agree with me on. Or, wait, is this a, is this an Eric Andre I, meme? Why would you say something so brave yet controversial? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've been watching some Eric Andre skits recently. Uh, it's oh. fucking great. The fucking pe- fucking pizza ball one. Oh, oh it's the best. Um, but yes, so um, I think that Raw was better than Dynamite this week. I think it goes NXT, Raw, and then Dynamite. Well, I fell asleep on Raw, so that's got to be good. What about you? What about you, Mangria? Did you think that Raw beat out NXT? Uh, not NXT. Did you think Raw beat out AEW this week? A billion percent. Jesus Christ. Yes. Fuck Dynamite this week. I was very let down. Ooh. I don't really shit on AEW that much, but what the fuck, Ooh. dude? Ooh, he hot. God. He hot, girl. You want me to get Someone's to my drinking highlight? Some fireball. I only have one. He's hot, girl. Volcano heat. Someone's drinking some fireball. No, no. Put up the hot sign, bitch. Krispy Kreme. Mangria coming through. Ooh, Krispy Kreme. Now I want Krispy Kreme. I know. Kreme. Oh. Another lazy name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they are not crispy. They melt. They melt. They are not crispy. Oh, oh man. Oh no, I want crispy. All right, go ahead, go ahead, Mangria. Right. What was your one highlight? Mangria, what, 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 what's your? Highlight? Was it Adam Page's nameplate? <laughs> Adam Page was involved. Okay, but good. Um, every time that dirty Q-tip waste of <laughs> sperm. Nice. <laughs> Fucking piece of afterbirth. Nice. Ruining bucket hats forever. Yep. Got his fucking face slapped or beat up. Yeah. I got so goddamn hard. Yeah. I could fuck through a cement block. Nice. 
That's my <laughs> highlight. The every time that little faggot got abused, boom. Wow. Jesus. Dropping yes. the F word. Wow. That's it. Man, I didn't I didn't realize that he was a cigarette. Yeah, did not know that, he was a French cigarette. All I got to say about that waste of life. Go on, gentlemen. Oh <laughs> uh, my! Do you have any reaction, <laughs> Caesar? Uh, I don't know if I honestly. Hold on. I don't know if I honestly have a highlight. Uh, I don't blame you. Uh, because like, you you know me, man. You know me. I I I like AEW, but the backwater fuck shit is always what gets me. So I don't like. Cody Jarrett winning again, even though it was Scorpio yeah. Sky. I don't like Cody Jarrett winning again. No, and then for oh, some this, reason, this might be the match of the year. Yeah, yeah, it might, it might be, be the match of the year. You know, you know, since Scorpio Sky went went on himself, he's been on a roll lately, and then you know he's been beating everybody. I mean, and then you got he's beating all those jobbers on. Dark. Yeah, yeah, and then Kazarian sitting in the. Kazarian sitting in the stands looking all weird watching Scorpio Sky. I mean, I don't know. He looked like he was maybe a little bit jealous, but I mean, don't split those guys up because I feel like eventually they'll get there to the the three-team, you know, fuck shit. They'll have like a three-man, you know, tag team belt, and so you'll need these groups. Um, What else happened? Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like – I still don't like how the Revival is number one in the tag team division off like six matches. They are? They're yeah. ranked number one? Yeah, they're ranked they were ranked number one last week. Oh shit. I feel like I I, I feel like you should, they they shouldn't rank anyone until they've had like ten matches. Yeah. So the revival had were like number one since like last week. Which the number two team is the best friends who last week their nameplate said won eleven out of their last twelve matches. They won last week. So that's technically 12 out of 13. Who's their only loss to? I mean, who's their only loss to? Oh, that's right. The fucking champs. The fucking champs. The only people they can't beat is the champs, yet they're number two. That makes no fucking sense. Like, this whole rating system makes no fucking sense. And, like, yeah, Revival has only beat jobbers, really. They haven't beat anybody serious. They haven't beat Best Friends. They haven't beat Butcher and Blade twice. Like, they haven't really. They've lost to them twice. They lost to Brody Lee and them last week. Like I, I don't know that that shit still upsets me. Even though they didn't even wrestle, it upsets me. It upsets me. Um, Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy, yeah, it was a great match. But I mean, it was kind of more the same of the first match they had. Which I'm saying, a great match is a great match, and I I enjoy a great match. But we all knew this had to be coming. Sloppy. Yeah, but it was sloppy towards the end. The ending was super yeah. sloppy, and it was kind of just. They, they tried to talk out of it, but it was super slop. Do you guys think Jericho got injured? I don't think so. Why? You thought he got injured? Do you know every time Cassidy hit the dragon screws, why was Jericho falling like that? Because he's old as fuck. <laughs> he's like 50. Yeah. And then the the botched, what what they call it? Let me look at my... Oh, the, the Mexican... Uh, I don't know. what the, the, yeah, there's It was called... The mouse trap, right? Yeah, some shit like huh? that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was... looked uh, extremely botched. I'm just curious. Yeah. I hope Jericho. Well, didn't get then hurt. what did? All right. So, from my recollection, was weren't best friends and 
what's it called? Circle band. Yeah, no, no. But weren't they supposed to wrestle? Because they were supposed to like, uh, if best friends won, they were supposed to apologize. Like the other motherfucker supposed to apologize to Sue. But then, oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that never happened. Santana but that never happened, and they shot a promo and just like put bleach on their gear. So that's like a week to week. That's a week to week fuck up right there. Uh, yeah, it was just I don't know, man. It was yeah, it was literally, and then like, they, uh, but then they what? They showed up at the end of the night and fought at the end of the match and like went to the back, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It was just I don't know. Matt Hardy and what's his name? Yeah, they didn't do it for me. That's a, lot of highlights highlights? No. That's a lot of highlights. That's a lot of highlights. It's not. It's not. It's not highlights. There's. There's. everything that pissed me off about the show. I didn't like it. I could have went on for about forty-five minutes on everything that pissed me off. No, I, that's what I said. I was like, I don't think I really have a highlight. Like I was just like, yeah, I don't think I don't think there was one. Uh, well, Bretsky is usually the optimistic. I'm trying. One, so I'm trying to think of. Shocking. I'm literally trying to think of Adam Page's nameplate to see if that even made me laugh, and I can't remember it. I got it right here. If you want. All right, what's it say? Okay, we had Hangman Adam Page nameplate says needs to borrow money for a new lawnmower. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, see, that's not even funny. Nope, it's not even funny. First of all, I wonder who writes his nameplates and is it ever going to like repeat? Like, does that guy have to change his nameplate every single time? That's a tough job. That is a tough job. Oh, and I know what the one thing bothers me about AEW Sean Spears is in the highlight reel to start Dynamite and has not been on Dynamite for like the past two months. You're right. The last thing he did really was, uh, well, he's on Dark, but he's yeah, not doing but, but he's not, but he's in the. He's in the highlight reel for Dynamite. He came out this week to grab Tully or whatever, but but he's been and he's in the highlight. He made the highlight for Dynamite, and he's not been on Dynamite since he's made the highlight to get in Dynamite. So he did all that work. I thought of something else that actually made me laugh. Whoa! Ooh. I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to step on Bretsky's toes though. But all right. no, go ahead. My, go ahead. Okay. Ow, my toes. But go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh man, the Jake the Snake with fucking Murderhawk in the locker room when Murderhawk tears off Jake's two hundred dollars shirt and on the back of it says everybody dies. I thought that was very, very odd. And then I wrote Elder Abuse. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not oh man. That, that's my that's, that's my good. highlight of VW right there. Mangria laughing at elder abuse. Uh, yeah, take, take, <laughs> take it away, Bretsky. Um, yeah, um, AEW has been very disappointing. But uh, they keep winning the ratings, so I don't understand. I don't understand. No, but I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. There's two reasons why AEW – well, I'll give you three reasons right now why AEW wins the ratings. Reason one is because TNT is a more known channel than USA. Reason, reason two is because there's more AEW marks than there are NXT marks. Which is basically because a AEW, like if I'm an AEW fan only and I only want to watch AEW, I don't have to watch Raw or SmackDown. I only have Dark or and Dynamite. If I'm an NXT guy, I don't necessarily want to watch NXT live or record it because I'm like, oh man, I gotta watch Raw. I already have SmackDown. I have all this other shit. I don't really want to. Yeah, but you don't have to watch that. They're their own. They're literally their own shit. No, I know, I know. And the other reason is because. They're better at marketing, NAW. Like they marketed 
like the whole thing, like Orange Cassidy, uh, like all the Orange Cassidy and Jericho stuff. Like, if you look at the stuff that they're putting out as next week, like this will happen next week. Like, would you rather, like on paper, would you rather see Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho, or would you rather see Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest on paper? You want you'd rather see Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho. True. So it's like they have the better marketing, I guess. Bretsky, um, do you think if AEW and NXT are on different nights, do you think that would matter at all? I feel like they'll each gain a little bit. You know, you know, I feel, I like feel yeah. Actually, I think they would be. I think it would matter. Like if if NXT was on Tuesdays and AEW was on Wednesdays, I think it would. Well, we'll see how it pans. Well, we'll see how it pans out for going forward because and AEW will be on Saturday for a little bit. Ain't nobody watching that when the fucking network is on. They'll record it, but they ain't going to watch it. Exactly, yeah. No, no, I'm not talking about this Saturday. I'm not talking about this. Yeah, 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 I'm talking talking about, about, I'm talking about, yeah, it's a fucking, it's a takeover. And takeovers do not miss. Yeah. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about going forward. I think, I feel like they'll be on Saturdays more often because of the playoffs. Oh, the NBA playoffs. All right, so I I get that. I think you're saying there, yeah. So, so we can we'll be able to see. I also I listen to uh, Jim. I listen to Jim Cornette's podcast every now and then. Um, All right, I, I listen and, to a YouTube clip, but I, I ain't following that asshole. He's way too simple. Um, but yeah, so like this this past week, he was talk. They, uh, they're talking about. Like, I don't agree with a lot of that that they say about NXT because he doesn't really like NXT. Um, which he which looks drab and all that stuff. Which I don't necessarily agree with most of it, but with AEW, he was saying like. A lot of those people, like if you look at the numbers, a lot of the people um, there, like it, like it looks better. They it, there's a better set because uh, it's more, it's prettier. Um, they have better audience members. Uh, they look like they're having more fun. Commentary team is probably, you know, better. Especially when Jericho's on there, um, and there's also a decent portion of people that probably watch it. They're like, oh man, this is so bad. It's good, you know, stuff like that. Right. Uh, well, well, makes sense. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to disagree. Ain't nobody better tomorrow. I'm sorry. No, uh, no, no one's better tomorrow. Yeah. But, oh, you like... just reminded me, Caesar. What the what moral that? moralism of the? Week. Oh yeah. I completely skipped over it. God damn it. Ah. <laughs> uh, Flip that what's page. The, what's your moralism? Flip that page, motherfucker. The, the moralism of the week. This is what it sounds like when dreams. Dreams, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the Prince reference, yeah. (laughs) Oh man, that was great. Fucking Mongo. (laughs) Oh man. Well, I mean, Uh, I I do, I do listen more to see what drunk ass Jr. is gonna say, and that fool Ski Bone when he's. Oh, you just reminded me of something else. (laughs) What now? (laughs) Okay, Uh, can you guys? Okay, hold on, hold on. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it Maybe at? He's licking it. Maybe he's licking his finger. Yeah, yeah. Flying through those pages of a notebook. <laughs> well, Cesar keeps bringing up good points and refreshing my fat memory. Uh, How much milk have you had tonight, young man? <laughs> a lot. Not enough. <laughs> God damn it. Where is it at? Oh, okay. Here we go. It's here. <laughs> uh, when uh, the Hikaru Shida match versus Heather Monroe, uh, JR says, Looks like Monroe might have a little size advantage. He's great at pointing out the plus size women in AEW potting every time. Every time Chris Statlander comes out, well, she's got a little bit of a size advantage. He always 
points out when a chick is fat. <laughs> Me. Oh, so, well, I fast forwarded oh. through that match, so I didn't even watch it. So, but that's funny to know. He's oh, the best. He's the best Gar- at doing that. Gargano also did that when uh, he was talking about the uh, priest and thick boy. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he did say yeah, that. He's, thick he's, boy. he's like, oh, I, I know they're both hungry. One more. Than One the more other. than the other. <laughs> yeah, and he made that face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that pop. Yeah, that was that, that was good. Blood. That was good. I'm just saying, man. Like, I, what do you mean you don't believe their heel character? Like, they're just assholes, and they're really selfish. I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, they're like we we're, we're tired of being. Yeah, we're tired of being left off because we know we're good. We know we're the best. Yeah, exactly. For, yeah, I yeah for, but, for Candace. Well, Cesar, uh, I know what yeah, Cesar is going to put for the question this week on the SRAP. Oh, yeah, we're getting an SRAP this week. What the fuck would I put? I don't, I don't even know what I'm going to put. I don't know till the day. You just up. said you said that you're going to give them shit for saying that they don't believe in. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not going to waste. Heels. I'm, I'm not going to waste uh, a real question on the fuckery that is. <laughs> well, you know, I might waste it on Facebook. Yeah, you're right. Because, you know, Jake, you Jake doesn't deserve real questions. I mean, Jake deserves no, real no. questions. <laughs> Cesar won't ask that, but Tony Litsky might. Yeah, Tony. Oh man, you know Tony. Litsky, oh my god, Tony Litsky might need. I mean, I might need to call him. I might need to call him see if he wants to ask a a question on Instagram this week. Also, how is Brother Quarter not have his own Instagram page? That's, that's just too much work. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was it was it was bad enough when uh, Sonic underscore Chaos had his own Instagram page. It'd be funny, Cesar, if like once a week you posted a chick's butt crack and you put the quarter, like Photoshop the quarter on top on top of the butt like crack. Like on the butt. Wild Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> Brother quarter out here living in the streets. Fuck a pandemic. Get a, a, a Photoshop a jail cell and have a quarter on the bottom of the fucking floor. I can can probably, someone bail them out? I could probably just Google quarter in random places like our quarter on butt. Uh, it's probably it's probably an Instagram page. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yes, so back to AEW. Um, so yeah, I mean AEW has been going downhill for me ever, ever since ever since the pay per view or quote unquote pay per view. It's gone downhill for me. Um, yeah, I personally, I, I also do think that AEW was worse than Raw the past like two weeks at least. So we'll see how they do. But and again, all the only reason they're they're they're, they're better at marketing all that shit, so it makes sense. But my one highlight that I had to pick out was seeing Mike Kyoto, um, uh, uh, refereeing yeah. the TNT title match. It was it was cool. Uh, it was cool to see Kyoto again because Kyoto is kind of such a fixture of of refereeing. It's, it was kind of weird not to see him. Uh, so it was, I was happy to see him back, uh, but that was really my highlight. Other than, but I gotta say though, I am upset at the next week's open, quote unquote, open challenge, um, because you're gonna have Mister Brody Lee as the challenger. First off, not an open challenge. We've talked. About yeah, it. still not open challenge. Yeah, Mister Brody Lee. I don't see him personally as the TNT champion, but he can't fucking lose. Well, if no, he loses, well, there's no point to having him around. If if we if we understand the TNT championship as like the Intercontinental Championship, then I can see him winning. If it's not the main championship, if it's the secondary championship, I can I can see him winning it and holding it. But yes, the Dark Order needs a win, and it has this has to be it. 
not even the Dark Order. Mr. Brody Lee needs a win. Well, because, well he, every time he teams with Cole Cabana, he wins. But, no, but yeah, but him single, because like, yeah. it, it, it was the formula, like the like the beat five jobbers. Yeah, yeah, lose no. the main lose, lose the world title. This is just like it, like to lose both of your world your title shots. Yeah, that not when, only kills Dark Order, that kills Mr. Brody. Like like it's it'll be Mr. Brody Lee if he loses will become Dolph right. Ziggler, where it's like okay. He'll be challenged for this championship. He can he can win other other matches, but if he's 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 not going to win the title. Like he like Brody Lee has to win, right? He but but he has to win. But if he does win, like he all right, that's the thing that they're trying to get you with. Like since it is Saturday, confronting with NXT, like he has to win. If you're trying, if you're like a smart mark like us, yeah, he has to win, and that's going to get you tuned in because he has to fucking win. Like you have to be like you know, man. He's got to win. If Cody would it make more shoot. of an impact to happen on Saturday or save it for All Out? What would you guys do? Like, like say I some would... fuck shit happens next Saturday where it's a DQ. So Brody, Mister Brody Lee, didn't technically lose, and he goes, "All right, well, at All Out, it's gonna be you and me in a steel cage." Would you rather have that, or would you rather have Cody drop it next Saturday? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, if it's fuck shit, then he's got to win it all out. If he get, yeah. oh, it's the same thing over again. He can't lose. Like, if he loses, it has to be fuckery from Cody. Yeah, so that, he can't lose clean. So that he, yeah, he can't lose clean. He has to lose a dirty, despicable way, or get DQ'd, or a count out, or something. Like he has to be like on some fuck shit and like beat Cody up outside. And then roll in the ring and get and then get the win with the count out and be like, you see, Cody, I just left you there. But if your title was really count out, then you know I'd I'd be the champ. You can't beat me, Cody. But then he actually has to win at fucking all out. Like there's there's no doubt about it. Yeah. I, either way, I mean, I feel like a title change is more impactful at a pay per view. Yeah. Anyway, but but like, that but I, I'm saying that also that. MJF can't lose either. Oh no, I agree. Well, MJF would be better able to bounce back from a loss than no. Mr. Brody Lee would at this point. No, MJ, MJF totally. I agree that MJF should win. I agree that. MJF yeah. Should no, win. MJF but... has to win because that's his whole thing. I, I, I haven't lost. I've beaten everybody, but you won't give me a shot. I had to make my own shot. I'm, I'm getting my shot. MJF has to win. If he loses, where's he gonna go? He can't challenge Mox again. Can't get a rematch. I feel like if he loses, I feel like I feel like this. I feel like if MJF wins, then it delays the breakup of him and Wardlow. But if MJF loses, the next thing is that MJF like blames Wardlow for his loss and they break right, up. Right, which, which I, I think is stupid because if MJF wins, I, yeah. he needs Wardlow. I agree. I agree. But he has to win. Yeah, but we're getting, so, but uh, we're getting off topic. That, we're getting off topic again. So. To answer your question, Angria, um, Mr. Birdley should win, or he has to win, at either All Out or on on Saturday. But he has to eventually win the title. Okay. So, um, do you want to keep want to? Uh, no, keep going we're we're gonna or... break. We're gonna break. Piss break. We'll come back in about five minutes. No. All right. Sounds All good. Right. And we're back with the milk runs this week. And we are about to lay the smacketh down on you as we go over our highlights for SmackDown Live, I guess. Whatever. Uh, we're going to sure. start 
the SmackDown uh, highlight train choo-choo with none other than Big Carpe. So, Cesar, what was your highlight from this Friday night? It was a tough one for me, gents, because I want to support my brother-in-arms, Big E, getting a solo run, looking like he was going to lead the locker room. There's no big dog anywhere in sight, so the next big man had to step up. But for me, it was Oscar. This bitch has two title shots at SummerSlam now. I mean, Asuka's going to kill her a bitch. I don't know which bitch. She might kill both bitches. Uh, for me, I hope Stephanie has some fucking shit. And it's a winner-take-all triple threat. And Asuka Ooh. wins by pinning one of them. And the other's knocked out, which will actually lead to their feud. But they still have the tag titles. So they had to get through that fuck shit, and then somebody can take him off them. Uh, that could very well happen, that triple threat. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping to. I'm hoping, like, Asuka finally gets her due. She gets the Becky Lynch treatment. She gets the two belts. And she can roll with it till the next pay-per-view till some bitch fucking, you know, like, sets her up like Charlie did Becky, like, right after one after another or whatever. So she keeps one, loses the other. I don't even care. But this is what I'm hoping to, since she has both. Or fuck it. I hope she's like woman enough to beat one of these bitches and then beats the other one right afterwards. And then like somebody said in the comments, challenge both them hoes for the tag belt to get <laughs> gets all the gold. <laughs> and then just pick somebody to roll with. Be like, here, here, bitch. Have some of my gold. I'm Rick James. I got all the gold in the land, bitch. <laughs> I hope she does that voice too. Uh, but no, I mean, um, yeah, my highlight was Oscar winning. She has a challenge, both of them. So she gets to decide who she wants to fight first, which will probably guarantee her like that title. But if they did do a like a winner take all triple threat, I wouldn't be mad at that either. I wouldn't be mad if Stephanie threw some shade and try to have them defend the tag team belts that night as well. So that that kind of puts them to get beef with each other as well. So uh, either or, I'm fine. Yeah, because aren't they uh, as of now defending them the next week on? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some fuckery like that. Which, by the way, is. Stupid to have that a week after. Yeah. It was, it, uh, they probably only did it for the tag. Belt, yeah, yeah, just for these bitches. So you know, I, I ain't mad at it either way. So, either way, I would like Oscar to win both. She's definitely got to beat one of them. At least if she beats, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's weird because Sasha would be a five time champion and still only have like ninety five days as champ because <laughs> this bitch loses like <laughs> so quick. But that was my highlight. Cesar, do you think it's she unfair could... that Asuka gets two title shots when they have all kinds of women that could have had that opportunity, but they chose Asuka to do both and everyone on Twitter got butthurt about it? No, because they ruined Asuka's run that she finally actually did deserve when she won the title at Money in the Stank, and they ruined it by giving it to Stasha just so... <laughs> Money in the Stank. <laughs> Yeah, just so uh, just, I, I will always call it that. I don't Hell care yeah. what you think. Hell yeah. I will, I will always call it that. Um, they ruined that run. And it's probably also why Kyrie left because, you know, they had nothing for her why Asuka was champ, even though they tried to make Asuka face and they should have kept her like more heel to have Kyrie cheat for her or whatever. But anyway, I digress. They ruined that run by doing this. Sasha, Bailey, all the gold shit. So, no, I'm not mad that they're technically making up, making it up to her that she has a shot at both, if not to win both. 
and then potentially have at least a decent run as both and then lose them to, I mean, people who are not Sasha and Bailey. Well, Brett, you know, do, you, do you think making up for Asuka's shitty title run is uh, justified over giving other talent uh, an opportunity? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, that's the thing I don't get is like the, the idiot fans are like, push Asuka, fix all the wrongs. You know, uh, all right, how about this? We, she could win two titles. Give everyone else opportunity. No, like, oh my God. Like, nothing's good enough yeah. for a lot for fans but like it, it's all about story like obviously like like look like all the women were in the battle royal you know it's like they, they they obviously have plans going forward for women to get title opportunities and all that fuck shit right now name one bigger name three bigger stars in the female division on on Raw or SmackDown than Bailey, Sasha. Well, personally, I would have loved to have seen Tegan win that uh, Battle Royal so NXT could get some extra I, shine. Right, but, I thought she would have actually. But they would not put her over Sasha or Bailey. Asuka has a chance to actually go over. Tegan not. And then, then, maybe T- then maybe Tegan challenges. You yeah, know, Tegan would lose Tegan and go back Sasha. to NXT. Yeah. I, no, I my like, point yeah, was like, just like, being it would get more eyes on NXT. I didn't necessarily oh, think right. oh, Tegan right. would yeah, win. I, I get there. Yeah, I get you there. But, I mean, honestly, in, in my opinion, I'm still probably the only person pushing for this since there has been, like, always a brand split. I think, like, if you really want to have somebody be the champ, they should do both shows, especially in a time like now. I don't think there should be two belts for each. I think there should be one champ for both shows. I actually still think that when they could travel. Damn. Well, that probably makes it tougher traveling-wise, but I, I, yeah. I agree. Well, but, but, it, but it's different now because it's not like Monday, Tuesday, Raw, SmackDown. It's Monday, Friday. So you actually do have yeah. time to tra- it's, it's Yeah, but then also live events. Right, you know, you're real, but you, should, you could be able to like if you know you're going to be on Raw more, do the Raw live events. You know you're going to be on SmackDown more, do the SmackDown live events. And then you have to do the Sunday. But that should also be the pain of being the champ. And you should be paid immersely for that. You should be the champ, and you should be the champ of both shows. Everybody should be fighting for you. You defend on Raw, one pay-per-view. You do SmackDown the next. Uh, you know, a triple threat here on the big four. You know, I'm not saying a triple threat every time, but you could pull one off. You know, winner of the Rumble, I, WrestleMania. I mean, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, I feel like because they, because like they have a, such a deep division now. Like, they have a deep enough division to where they can afford having two belts. You know, like, it's not like it's just like, you know, like Lita, Trish, Mickey, you know, Jacqueline, and that's pretty much an ivory. Victoria's weird, but they haven't. That, that hurt too. Uh, like, they have enough women to where it will get to the point where it's, like, where, you know, where they where they have, like, more people have the chance. I, I see both sides of the yeah. argument, honestly. I, 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 mean, I see both sides. But definitely in the pandemic era, if they had a way of being, like, all right, only one title for now, then I – because they, they have such limited rosters. Like, I wouldn't yeah, mind that. Like, the only deep roster is NXT. Yeah, yeah. Why, right. Like, think about it. Like, the reason why the mo- most women can't even challenge for it is because you do have them trying to pair off for tag teams, which is why they're like, oh, yeah, you can go to NXT and def- defend those tag team titles there as well. Because 
yeah, NXT is the deeper roster versus Raw and SmackDown. Even at 100%, NXT is the deepest roster between Raw and SmackDown. Like, they should literally just have one champ. Yeah, I, 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 see, I see what you're saying. I do see both sides. Um, but yeah, I, I think Asuka, Asuka winning or Asuka getting both title shots isn't, isn't bad. Like, it's logical storytelling. Yeah. Like, are you going to, it's logical. It, it, for the first time in a while, they have a logical storytelling going. And people are like, oh, well, now Asuka's taking opportunity away from someone else who has, you know, like, no. Like, like they're, they're, other people's time will come. Now, the biggest star other than Sasha and Bailey is Asuka. Yeah. So give it to Asuka. Um, so, uh, moving on from then, uh, Cesar picked Asuka winning the battle Royal, like the badass she is as his highlight, Mr. Mangria fueled. What is your highlight from SmackDown? I, I lean more on the humor side of SmackDown and it even carried over after the commercial break. It was, uh, AJ Styles. He comes okay. to the ring with uh, weird nerdy Paul Heyman. It was a best looking guy. He says the piss statistics. Uh, he has the whiteboard revealing the rankings. AJ's name was on the board alone. Outcome, sorry, Zank Chris. Jeff Hardy comes out. Uh, Styles says, this ain't no pity party, and Hardy attacks his ass. And then after the commercial break, <laughs> Kayla uh, is talking to AJ, and AJ was trying to erase the fucking permanent marker. I pops for that. I, I, I really like that, and I, I want to get to know more about this Abyss guy. I've heard a shit ton about his history with him and AJ and TNA. I really want to know no. this dude, Biff, and I want to I want to see more of this guy on SmackDown. Yeah, Biff, Abyss is fucking was lit in TNA, man. He was. Yeah, Abyss was great. Abyss was the mix was the mankind of TNA. Yeah. Okay, so wait, wait. I, I, had a, I had a drunken thought the other day. Uh, since you bring up Jeff Hardy, is Nick Jackson the Jeff Hardy of the uh, Young Bucks? Is Nick Jackson the forehead Jackson or the John Morrison Jackson? Nick Jackson John, without sideburns. Yeah, he's the John Morrison Jackson. He's the he's the lighter hair. He's the one that does all the good flippy shit. Who I could see being the better singles wrestler, Jackson versus. Yeah, oh yeah, when, whenever they have the singles matches and they have to pick one of the brothers, it's almost always Nick. Well, no, I mean usually it's Matt in the foreground, just like. No, I'm yeah. saying like when they have like. Where it's like, all right, one of the Jackson brothers is going to face off against well, one other yeah, no, from yeah. the tag team. It's usually yeah. Nick. I, I feel like even in the tag matches, Nick outshines Mac Jackson, which would mean like Jeff Hardy outshined Matt Hardy, obviously. And then I could see him being the better singles wrestler and going on to win championships more than I could see the other one. I, I agree with that. I think Nick is is I think Nick's the better wrestler than Matt. Yeah. Mangria. Mangria. Honestly, I haven't seen enough of them to really have a, an official opinion. Like the dynamite that we've been watching, I totally agree mm-hmm. with you guys, but I have not seen their Ring of Honor and all their other yeah. shit. So true, but it's always, it's always in in New Japan. Right. New Japan, uh, it's always they, it's always like they, Matt they, they, sets it up, and then Nick does the flippy shit to end it. You know, just like right, and they'd always be like like oh, Nick has a bad back, so Nick's back injury. Then he'd come back from the back injury. And, hit you know, a fucking four fifty off shit. the top of a ladder through a table, <laughs> like perfectly. Right. Yeah, but then he'd grab like oh my back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. No, but yeah, Abyss Mangria Abyss was great. Um, and also I I don't a lot of people were kind of didn't like it, but I love the whole like the whole story of like Joseph Clark or Joseph Park, whatever it was. Yeah. 
Um, where it's like, you know, I think you know what I'm talking about, Cesar, where mm-hmm. he uh or it, it turns out that, that, that he thought Joseph Park was his brother or something. Yeah, yeah. It turns out they're the same person. Yeah. Like, Eric, like Eric Young was trying, trying to, to take get some it shit out. out. Yeah. Yeah, so that was awesome. Like the whole me- like the whole mental game with with, with the Abyss was awesome. Uh, I was always I was really happy when they signed him, when WB signed him for backstage, and I I was really excited. Like I popped when I saw uh, Joseph Park on my TV. Okay. That was really fucking cool. I know he's not going to wrestle. I mean, he could. He still could. He still. I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't know what shape he's in. I don't know if he can go. But I mean, he said he said that he his body's too beat okay. up, but it could be the Mick Foley syndrome where he's. He looks like Penn Gillette from Penn and Teller when he was. He out does. Of yes. Exactly. Yeah. Out of shape, Penn. Even though Penn isn't in shape, but he still looks like an out of shape Penn. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Um. In terms of uh, my moment of the of SmackDown, it was a tie. It was a tie between two. Um, Cesar mentioned alluded to it before. Big E with that Braveheart speech, uh, rallying the troops. Really seems like they're gonna do go far with Big E in the singles push, even when Kofi comes back and if Xavier comes back soon. Uh, it seems like they're really big on pushing Big E as a single star now, which I'm really psyched for. Oh yeah. Um, and that whole thing with like. Seamus looks so fucking so really fucking weird Dude, in that, he like, looks, the hat and that. Yeah, he looks so weird in that fucking hat. And but I, loved it. I loved it, though. Uh, but one thing I didn't like about it was about that whole segment was how Shorty G was like agreeing with Big E over Corbin, even though they're apparently friends. I have no idea. Like Shorty G's whole alignment is weird to me now. But other than that, that whole segment with Biggie, like, we have to fight. Like, all that shit was great. Um, but other than that, I'm sure you guys noticed, TV 14 is Yes. Back. Yes. Yep. Which I I didn't I, – I mean, I don't know if it's temporary. I don't know if it's just for SmackDown. I don't know. All I know is that maybe – I'm sure it was probably the network's like, listen, if you're going to have strippers on Raw, we got to go TV 14. Um <laughs> I did see though it was TV fourteen DLSV, so that means I'm expecting some drugs, I'm expecting some language, mm-hmm. I'm expecting some sex, and I'm expecting some violence. Yep, that sounds about right. So, gentlemen, what are, what are your opinions on the Big E speech and or the TV fourteen return? Uh Big E, my God, I, I cannot wait to see what they do with him. His singles run uh, in NXT and when he first came to the main roster after he dumped Ziggler was pretty good. Uh, I want him to do something with his hair. What do you think, Cesar? Should he shave his head or should he grow it out? No, because Braun literally just shaved his head. So. Yeah, but you know black guys look cooler when they shave their head. Even you shaved your head and you look cooler. Yeah, I didn't shave it, shave it. I just cut the hair off. But the TV uh, 14 thing, I thought that was because Braun tossed Alexa. <laughs> oh, my God. That could be. Yeah. Boy, that, that's something we didn't talk about. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we can get there. But I was just like, I was like, ain't no way she really, like, he really threw that bitch, right? Like, no, this is live. He didn't throw that bitch. That <laughs> <laughs> really caught me off guard, man. That really, it really, it really caught me off guard. Because, yeah, she all... Yeah, I, I expected more from that because she didn't seem really changed. She just seemed hurt that he was like, you know, I ain't simping for you no more. Fuck that bitch. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, my OnlyFans checks aren't coming in. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it's it's not more like, 
you know, he was like, yo, bitch, I don't really care about you no more, but she should have been like more evil bliss if like you're really going to sell it. Like she just seemed more hurt versus he was like back to the uh, blackface monster. I don't know know if I said this in the chat or not, but with him shaving his head, he's tippy-toeing to Big Show territory. He's about to to feel them shoes. Yeah, I mean, he he literally fucking, um, he literally, you know, he's heel again, technically, I guess, because he wants to kill people and fuck shit. Yeah, he shaved his head, so yeah, he's Big Show now. He's going to start chokeslamming motherfuckers. I just don't know. Are are Bliss and Cross still together, or it like they never officially broke up? You mean Bliss and not Cross, but Cross. Yeah, Nikki Cross. Who? Nikki Cross. Oh yeah, they didn't technically. Oh, Nikki Cross. Yeah, I was like Cross. I was like Karen. Karen. <laughs> yeah, I was like Shannon. Man, okay, listen. I'm gonna say real before you go on. If I on my TV screen were both Scarlett and Alexa Bliss at the same time, I might pass out. Oh God, yeah. But yes, go Instant on. <laughs> I don't know because she, she seemed like yeah, like they're still friends because she went for the hug and she was just like, "Yo, let's get out of here." And then she was like, "Yeah, I, I got to get some answers." So I guess they're still cool. But I know this, I, yeah, I know I this is bad pod, but do we really care? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't really I mean, give a yeah, shit. Yeah, because because they were they were a good tag team. They were one of the only really good women's tag. Teams. Uh, well, they've won it twice and so so quick. So. You kind of gotta break them up yeah, because you don't want to. You don't want to stick them. You you don't want to stick them together. Like they got to get back to being. Oh no! Oh, I I I agree with that, but I still care. Like they, I feel like they should make a bigger deal about whether or not they're breaking up. Like I don't want it to be like one of these things where it's like, well, oh, yeah, and they... all of a sudden they like, or like they don't like talk to each other for like a month, and then we're like, oh, they broke up. Then they have a tag match again. Like, I just want it to be definite. Like, are they broken up or are they still? No, like, but like, you can also like. I think they're kind of going rock and sock connection. Like, they went their separate ways, but you didn't know they broke up. And then Mick Foley's fighting two assholes, and then you know here comes the Rock running out, going for the hot tag. You, you, you know, whooping ass. You know what or made me care, Bretsky? Did you see the video that Nikki Cross put on her social media addressing it? Like, she looked all sad and no. was like, "Oh, I hope Alexa's okay." To the- that made me care the way they treated it on SmackDown where Nikki runs up to her and goes, <laughs> Hey, how's it going? How's it going? And Alexa's like, um, I'm doing something else. Like they completely made mm-hmm. it seem meaningless. Whereas Nikki was actually adding to it on her own social media. Right. Yeah. The, the way that they're using social media has been yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Cause they, you know, they even brought that up with the Big E speech. He's like, yeah, you tweeting at these assholes all weekend, blah, 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 you know, with Big E. So yeah, I, which, Honestly, I see the heels point there. I mean, it's like you know this mother this motherfucker is tweeting out at them like uh, you you ain't gonna you ain't yeah. gonna fuck with me. And all of a sudden they fuck with him. We're like, oh, we gotta get them. Like, nah, fuck you. Yeah, so I mean, I, I had to get on Twitter and look at the tweets. I was like, oh shit, was he tweeting? What did he say? I was like, oh, Biggie talking that cash shit. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Oh man. So yeah. Um, uh, Cesar, what are your thoughts on TV fourteen coming back? I hope I hope it sticks around. Um, it's going to be better programming, and it'll get me to at least maybe throw them a DVR here or there on a Friday night, get me to watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm 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 here for it. Have you guys heard anything about whether or not it's only for SmackDown or if it's going to be for all WWE? I didn't hear. No, I, I, didn't I didn't really realize it. it. Yeah, so I didn't look into it. Um. Yeah, me neither. 
I saw the, the on the dirt sheets it said TV 14s here, and I was like, oh, that's cool. That's all the research I did for that. <laughs> yeah, I saw a tweet, and I, I saw someone tweeted it a link, and I retweeted it, and I liked it. That's all I did. That's all Bretzky's, I saw. Bretzky's like, job done. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, all right. That's 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 enough for sleuthing for me tonight. True. But speaking of research, I know one thing that we're all good at is predicting the future um, all correctly. So I think that it's about about gosh darn time that we talk about NXT TakeOver 30 and the, all the fuck shit that's going to happen. Oh, wait there. a minute. Wait a minute, guys. They haven't even filled out the ladder match yet. Do you want to do every match but the ladder match? I, I thought we could... Uh, well, so this is what me and Bresky were kind of talking about while you were beating your meat. Like, uh, so we know seven out of the five we we what? definitely know who. Wait, wait, wait. seven out of the five. You know what, what I mean? Because you got to break it Did down to five. Like, you mean three? Milk, three? No, we know we know seven out of we know seven people. We know three. No, we know three. We know seven people who can participate in the match. It oh, gets okay. whittled yeah. down to five, and then we pick who we think is going in, and then we pick who does win. I guess the whoever gets the most points can win that match. I, I kind of wanted to have a discussion about this off air, but I guess I'll drop the the idea now. What do you guys think about bringing back the tripod sessions next week on the Hangover, and we can do a uh, full predictions of SummerSlam and uh, well, not SummerSlam Takeover. What do you think about that? What you talking about next Saturday? Like next Friday before it happens. Oh. Next- Oh, I, yeah! I'd be I there. can't. I can't do Friday. I'm moving back into college. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he's literally moving on Friday. So, oh man. Um, I mean, I would be down at the regular time, and Bretzky could always write in if you needed somebody to fill the time. But, well, I think at the regular time is when Takeover will be on, right? No, I'm, oh, well, I was do, talking about. Oh, oh, you said regular what? tripod, which means just NXT. I'm just thinking just. NXT, AEW. Well, actually, it would just be NXT and then predictions, yeah. which would be Friday. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could maybe do Friday because I'm moving in. I could do like Friday night, probably, because uh, I'll have been moved in by then. But I'll have to let you know. Caesar like, works like, Saturday, right? Yeah, I work Saturday until like six thirty. So, like, by the time I get home and get something to eat, like, the show's probably going to start at like seven or eight. I'm thinking it's going to start at like seven or eight. Okay. Uh, yeah, we could do it we'll Friday it night. Uh, let's save predictions for then. Until then, let's go ahead and move on to the. Well, you know, you know what to do, Bretsky. Don't let me take your job. Yeah, come on, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Chug so, that milk. Usually at this point, we'd be doing the alcohol recall, um, but I think that that's a terrible thing, and I'm too underage for it. So we're today we're gonna be doing the milk recall, where we. Our, your, your generous hosts um, will take your suggestions from Instagram as to matches for us to look at and rewrite history. But really? Um, that's the name you so, came up with? Yeah, that's, that's the name you created well, than that? Come on. Well, you know what? Fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> I would have said like Black Coast Recall or, two per- or something. No, I was going to call it Future Sight because you're the future collector. I was trying to work off Alcohol Recall. What the fuck? Fuck <laughs> that. You changed it to Milk. And and you're the great Bresky ninety nine. This is your show. You got to name it after you. Like alcohol recall works for me last week because I'm a drunk. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> in two in, in two or three years, ditto. 
Um, all right. We are here on Future Sight. Now, uh, don't take it now. Don't take it now and say it all lame. You're, like you're that. the host, Bretsky. <laughs> you, you decide. We're just beating you up. Yeah, whatever. Ow. The milk shit. Ow. Stop beating me up. Ow, it hurts. This is called the cereal bowl where we pour milk and cereal and say shit. Fuck y'all. Y'all listen anyway. Cereal bowl <laughs> recall. No. Welcome to welcome to welcome to the cookies and milk recall. Yeah. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> where yeah, I explained it already. All right, so uh, who wants? I'll to go, go first because it's say... horrible. Mine is awful. Nice, nice. Mine is so bad. We can get we can get it over with immediately, like a band aid. Let's all right, go. go ahead, Mingria. All right, let me, let me shit on this segment that we all created, and I'm ruining. I'm sorry. My apologies. I'm not even drunk, so that, that's not that's not a good thing. Um, I chose <laughs> Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 6. Well, I thought you chose... Wait, who didn't... Oh, never mind. Can so I, I read it wrong. Let me, you let me finish the wrong segment, please. Uh, yeah, that right. was my you first WrestleMania I ever watched as a kid. Um, it of course, just like Edge sitting in the audience, I was traumatized when Warrior went over. Um, I'm just gonna tweak it a little bit. Uh, earlier that night, Macho Man lost to Dusty Rhodes. They were doing a mixed tag match with Sherry and Dusty's Dusty's hoe he had at the time. And um, so for mine, I would have Hogan and Warrior. Fight it out, and when the like one of them knocks the ref out, ref is cold, out cold. Here comes Macho Man, hits Ultimate Warrior in the nuts because I hate that fucker. Hogan doesn't realize it because Macho Man scurried out, hits the leg drop, gets the win. Hogan finds out what happens at the next pay per view, I believe it was SummerSlam, uh, building up or whatever. We have a triple threat between Macho Man, Ultimate Warrior, Hogan where Macho Man comes out on top, becomes champion, and Ultimate Warrior gets in a car accident the next day, and we never hear from him again. Christ. Jesus Christ. That's it. Wait, uh, so um, who suggested Hogan Warrior, by the way? I don't think you said it. Peter Wayne Kent, the Kent. Art, his art page. Ah, nice. Ooh. Peter Wayne Kent art. Nice. Yeah. Shout out. Give that motherfucker a follow. He's yeah. the number one pretzel of the tripods. He is. He is. He can eat. Yeah. He gets. He, he gets that extra salt. <laughs> yeah. Salty bitch. Always salty when we don't do something. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't even know how to react to that, especially after the last part that you meant that you threw in there. <laughs> <laughs> how would you guys do it? Uh, uh, Cesar, go ahead. How would you bo- how would you book Hogan versus Warrior at, o- at Mania Six? Um, I don't even know. Like McGregor's got me all fucked up with the car today. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, sure, fuck it. I'm. I'm. Sad part is, I kind of want to co-sign. You know, <laughs> Macho Man needs that belt. He 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 was the champion. He was the best. Uh yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna just co-sign Mangria and, Ooh, and yeah. minus minus the car accident. Uh, <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Mangria is outraged. Minus the car accident because uh, I mean, Ultimate Warrior can always take a loss and build back. <laughs> the first ever Super Cena, if there ever was one. Uh, yeah, 
cosine, but not the car accident, then I'm good. I I mean, yeah, I can't really think of anything. Yes, <laughs> all across the board. So I'm gonna cosign without the car accident as well. Um, but I would also tweak to where Hogan turns heel. Really? Um, You're going real super early. Yeah, I'm going super early heel Hogan heel turn. Um, I feel like if uh, under Mangria's whole scenario, minus the car accident once again, um, Hogan can kind of <laughs> Hogan can then be painted like because Warrior was really the popular one, like, like going into that. Yeah. Um, even though they were both, even though it, it wasn't half and half, it was more like 60 40 Warrior at that point. Um, so I feel like you could do where like under Mangria's whole thing, like. Like Hogan doesn't know, and then everyone's accusing him of cheating, and he's like, "What the fuck? Like I didn't know, I didn't cheat." Like the whole Colt Cabana doesn't see it. Yeah, like, yeah, bullshit. yeah. Um, then like Hogan be like, "You know what? Fuck!" Like, after he loses, like, "You know what? Fuck all of you. You're the ones who. You're the reason I did this triple threat, brother, 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 was because of all of you. You know, yeah, yeah, so I feel like that could end up turning into a whole heel turn, which down in history, but you know what? I'm going to co-sign on everything minus the car accident and plus a Hogan heel turn nice. after SummerSlam. Nice. Alright. Um, I'll let Mr. Carpe go next. What what, what was your uh, what was your choice? So I took the Mr. Perfect wins the 2002 Rumble when he comes back. Uh, who suggested that? Matthew JH138. The misfit himself. The misfit um, mega pounder. So if I don't know, I remember this rumble, and I actually popped when Mister Perfect came out, and uh, I was watching with some friends of ours. And so near the end of the rumble, it's three people left at the end. It's Triple H, Kurt Angle, and Mister Perfect. Uh, so Triple H and Kurt Angle are like teaming up on Perfect. They got him on the ropes. They're trying to get him over. And Mr. Perfect does what Mr. Perfect does. While two motherfuckers are trying to dump him over the top rope, he spits out the gum and slaps that shit to the 18th row because he's perfect and he never misses. And then snaps off two of the best perfect plexes I've ever seen to those motherfuckers and gets dumped. What I would do is, same situation, he snaps off a perfect plex to Kurt Angle. Then right when Triple H... It's fucking with him. Triple H hits him with like, you know, the bullshit knee or the spine buster. You know, the, the old signature from trips. You know, you know how he goes, which slows down Perfect's momentum. And, then, you know, he rolls off to the corner. Perfect and Angle tussle at it a bit. Uh, trips, throws Angle over, deuces some fuckery. Uh, perfect gets up and then kind of like hits Triple H with a perfect flex, but kind of over the top rope, throws his dumb ass out, wins the Rumble. So at this time, Chris Jericho is the universal champion because he has both titles. Undisputed. So he, undisputed, whatever. So he goes, yeah, dumb you word. He goes, you know, he know he's going to WrestleMania. Uh, so then up next is, I think it's like No Way Out or something. So during this, what happened was Triple H won. So, but he was still, he was turning face while Stephanie was being healed. So they were having marital problems and Kurt Angle was getting in the middle. What I'm suggesting is you still do that. Kurt Angle just blaming Triple H for why he didn't win the Rumble. Triple H and Stephanie still have the problems, and Kurt Angle getting in the way. But Kurt Angle still wanting to like go to WrestleMania. So what I'm saying is that on Raw they fight it out till the go home match for No Way Out. 
to where Mr. Perfect is like, fine, 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 fine. You bitches keep arguing. You're both sweating me. How about this? Y'all have a match. Whoever wins fights me at No Way Out for my spot at WrestleMania. To which you still have that match, except not at No Way Out for the chance to go to WrestleMania. It's just, you know, the chance to fight Mr. Perfect. You still have the good match between Angle and Trips. Trips wins. So he goes to fight Perfect. When he fights Perfect at No Way Out, Kurt Angle comes out, calls Triple H the match. So Perfect goes to WrestleMania against Jericho for the Undisputed Championship. You can also have on the WrestleMania match Triple H and Kurt Angle, so therefore they still get their WrestleMania payday. It's another great match. But I would have Perfect beat Jericho instead of Triple H beating Jericho at WrestleMania since he's going to lose anyway. That way, one of the great legends we all know, great Intercontinental Champion, finally wins the big one. He wins it at WrestleMania. He has, you know, he can have like a short-ass run. You can give him one, two months, or even a SummerSlam before he loses it to somebody like Triple H. And then, you know, history just repeats itself from there. But Mr. Perfect wins the Rumble. You still have that little three-way dance with all of them to no way out. Then he goes on to WrestleMania. Him and Jericho have a program. They lead up to it. He beats Jericho at WrestleMania because Jericho's like, bitch, I'm the Undisputed Championship. I ain't going to lose no old relic like you. Motherfucker, bitch, I, I beat everybody. I beat everybody here. Stone Cold, The Rock, Benoit, whatever the fuck, whoever is still in there. I don't know if Benoit's alive at this point. Uh, he fights everybody there. Obviously, he loses. Mr. Perfect at least goes down as Undisputed Championship one time, wins the heavyweight belt. You know, he can, he can have it till SummerSlam and lose it to Triple H. A little four-month run. Nothing wrong with that. Still cements his legacy. Still gets him into the hall. Finally wins the big one. That was my take on JH's comment. So you would turn perfect face? Yes, then? I would turn perfect face. For his, his only championship one run, turn him face, let him win it. And then he loses it like four months and then he retires anyway. Damn, that's, I, that's a good one. Uh, Mangria, what, what, are your, what are your take? What's your take on rebooking the 2002 Royal Rumble so that perfect Well, just it? in this four or five minutes that Cesar waxed poetic, I had to put something together in my head. All the, the fucking uh, monkeys were on their typewriters in my head going, come on, we gotta get something! So this is what I thought of. Um, because of what happened at WrestleMania, uh, Kurt Angle fought Kane. I thought that was a horrible match for Kurt. Kurt's my all-time favorite, so what I'm gonna do, Perfect wins the 2002 Royal Rumble. Now what I want to do personally is I want to remove Triple H and Chris Jericho out of the main event of WrestleMania. So I want Jericho to lose the Undisputed Championships to Kurt Angle somehow. Like, they ha- they're they in the main event at No Way Out. Triple H, Low Blows, Jericho, Angle Slam, one, two, three. Perfect then goes on to take on Kurt Angle in the main event of WrestleMania because um, I believe I said it on a past hangover, the second favorite match of all time was Bret Hart. Versus Mr. Perfect at a SummerSlam uh, many, many, many years ago. It was incredible when Bret Hart kicked out of the Perfect Plex. I was in awe. I know it's going to be an aged Mr. Perfect, but he could still go. Kurt Henning is amazing. He's a legend. Kurt Angle, my favorite of all time, my $100 bill. Them two with a great technical match at the main event of WrestleMania 18. Of course, it'll suffer because they go on after Hogan and Rock, but still 
I'll be the only one that's on my feet watching this match because I'll be a mega fan of both. Mr. Perfect wins because I agree with Cesar. It would have been nice to have Perfect to have a title run. A short one, of course, because, you know, uh, I'll call him Triple H Jarrett would want to get the fucking titles (laughs) off of Perfect. So it'll be a short-lived run, but give Kurt Henning the respect he deserves. That's the way I would book it. So you would have Kurt Angle win the tournament to fight Jericho at No Way Out instead yeah, of Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah like at the main kept, event. So looked, it was like Stone Cold won some tournament, and he actually like beat Kurt Angle to win the mat, the right to fight Jericho at No Way Out. So you would have like Kurt Angle win and then beat Jericho at No Way Out. Was that that's the No Way Out where the fucking NWO came back, huh? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that, because that's when Vince Vince and Flair own fifty percent of the company. Oh, yeah, yeah, damn. And that's when Vince bought back the NWO to ruin the company because he said he would rather see it die than be in control of somebody besides him. And that's where we got the icon versus icon. Do you guys think it would be a cool match, Kurt Angle versus uh, Mister Perfect? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, no, no, I think it would be a great match. I look, I'm just happy you still picked Mister Perfect to win. Oh hell yeah, dude! Mister Perfect is awesome. Yeah, well, I mean that that Kurt Angle Triple H promo where like still like Stephanie was heel and well, of course we got another dumb wedding like you know most overused shit ever and then Triple H kind of went face was still great wrestling between both of them so like either way I, that's why I was trying to keep it more true to the actual story that happened but still have Mister Perfect be rationalized in there and win but no I like I like your way too I like your way too. I just put it together in under five minutes. Bretsky, can you uh, grace us with your brilliance? I mean, at this point, when that the 2002 Royal Rumble, I was just under two months old, <laughs> so I don't really remember it very well. But um, I would probably have had Perfect come out at number two, um, because the number two return always gets a good pop. Um, I would have had him. I would have kept him as a heel throughout the rumble, like had him to go like under the bottom rope and like kind of relax on the outside, all that kind of shit. Like just until he gets to the final, the final part. Like maybe Triple H wins it, then forgets about Perfect on the outside, then Perfect goes and wins something like that. I would have something. I would have him, but I would have him be like the sixty-minute man or something like that, where he can then brag about it. Um. Where it's like I lasted, you know, like sixty-three minutes during <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. from number two to win the entire thing, and then you know, fucking Triple H could be like, "What the? No, you fucking didn't. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, you were on the outside for like ninety percent of that." I think you then also can have the, uh, I feel like you have then Triple H be like, "I'm the rightful winner of the Royal Rumble," but then also have his story with with Angle and Steph going on. Yeah. Um. So I feel like that could then all. And then Jericho was like, "Hey, what the fuck, guys? You should be fighting over my title, not over Stephanie and who won the Rumble." So I think that can then lead to a fatal four-way at Mania for the title, where it's Jericho versus Perfect versus Triple H versus uh Kurt Angle for the WWE champion for the undisputed title. I would still have Perfect go over again, just uh, the same as you guys, because I would have wanted him to have at least one run with the world title. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I feel like that fatal four-way could tear the house down. You know he died a year after that rumble. Yeah, that's what was crazy. Like he would have got a run, and then like yeah, still could have like croaked, but he would have had that fucking heavyweight championship run. Yeah. Damn. 
All right, so uh, I guess we'll go on to my pick now. And uh, my pick comes uh, courtesy of the true highlight of the hashtag World Order Sticks Adam. Um, he suggested that we rebook WrestleMania 30's main event of Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton versus Batista. Mm, okay. uh, this was a tough one uh, because I really, really loved the whole Daniel Bryan story. Uh, from even before, like when John, from when John Cena picked him, like from, from really from like when te- from when Team Hell from Team Hell No's creation to WrestleMania 30 was really just one big story, and it was really, really, really well told, and re- all the different dips and turns and all that were great. So I wouldn't change too much uh, about the actual match. I would change Batista. I think Batista comes into the company heel, like he wanted to. Um, I think Batista never, never, never starts out as a face in this scenario, and Batista still wins the Rumble. But as a heel, as, as opposed to being a face getting booed, he's a heel getting booed when he wins the Rumble. Um, everything keeps going at the same way it does. You know, Brian beats Triple H in the in the opening match. I would personally have had during the main event a Triple H and a Vince McMahon run in at some points. Um, kind of like when Vince ran in to during the Cena Punk Manning in the Bank match, something kind of like that, uh, which kind of backfires on him. I would still have Daniel Bryan win the main event, uh, same kind of way because that was a really fucking epic ending with the Batista bomb, then the then the the knee, then the cross face, and then the tap. But that was an epic ending. But I I wanted to focus more because I that's only the kind of minor tweaks I would make to the match itself and the build up. I wanted to focus like I did last week on the aftermath. And I think the aftermath has to be focused on Batista. Uh, because Daniel Bryan's now all celebrating that he's the champ, all that, that everyone's happy. Batista still goes on. They still do the whole evolution versus shield thing. Uh, it still happens like it happened, except on that Raw where Batista quit, and then later on when Seth Rollins turned on the shield, I would not have had Batista quit. I would have had him say, and again, I don't know, contract negotiations were gone or all that bullshit, but if in a perfect world where contracts like his contract was was still a thing, I would have had Batista be like, "Listen, I'm not quitting, but I gotta go. Like we've lost, like I've lost everything, everything since the Rumble, and we've now lost twice to these guys, to the Shield. I gotta go evaluate my future. I gotta go see like what my options are for the future. So he's not quitting. But all these reports are like Batista's gonna go to a movie career. Batista's going to film. He's done with WWE." So at this point, Rollins still turns on the shield. Rollins still does that, all that stuff. He joins Triple H and Orton. He does, he, they're the authority, but it's setting up. I don't remember what the next pay per view was, but I'll just say it's SummerSlam. It sets up a, th- a six man tag where it's Triple H, Randy Orton, and Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and a mystery partner. Uh, or a, mi- a mystery partner uh, at, at SummerSlam. And all these reports are saying, you know, Batista's done, Batista's done, he's going to do film. But the surprise opponent ends up being Batista. Batista comes out as a as a face partner of Ambrose and Reigns. And even Ambrose and Reigns are like, what the fuck? Like, who's this guy? Why is he joining us? But whatever, they have the match and they beat and Batista, Reigns, and Ambrose beat Triple H, Orton, and Rollins at SummerSlam. Batista then comes out on Raw the next night. And he basically explains that while he was sitting down and looking towards his future, he had to look back on his past or reflect on his past. And and he finally understood that throughout his entire career as a wrestler, the only people who were really loyal to him were the small guys like Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. 
And the guys like Undertaker and Triple H always wanted to beat him up and always turned on him. So, in his mind, Batista then goes from the heel who's beating up all the little guys to the face who's now a big supporter of the little guys in wrestling. He then goes on and he's like, he's not really a manager. He's like a manager wrestler. Where he's spending the rest of his contract as a guy who's like advocating for the little guys and he's trying to help that he's trying to help guys like Daniel Bryan like rise up, become bigger, like fight the machine. He's helping them like as a big guy giving advice to a small guy. Like he assembles a faction of different small guys that he's managing where he can sometimes tag with them or fight on their behalf. But pretty much he just he spends the rest of his contract and maybe career as this kind of advocate for stuff like NXT even where he can come out and be like, listen, I have, there's this thing, NXT, all these, like these little guys are there and they're killing it down there. Get some eyes on NXT before that, before it really takes off. I, that's the way I would see it going. Uh, Cause I didn't, I really liked Batista. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mind that he quit cause he went on to guardians of the galaxy, which was a very fun movie. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of how I do it, where, where Batista then turns face and starts really being an advocate for the little guys in wrestling. Wow. That was, that was an epic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Um, I get... Uh, I mean, if I had to book it... Um, I, yeah, I, I too would like Batista going heel into the match. I would like Douche Tista back, back when he had the title. <laughs> I mean, Douche Tista was the best. I would like Douche Tista to come out in the Rumble, win, so he can cut that promo and be like, what, bitch? You thought I was going to lose? I'm a fucking Batista, bitch. I fucking bomb everybody. Fucking great, great champ. So even you can bring that heat between him and Randy Orton, even though they're supposed to be evolution together, but they're still not with each other. Cause I mean, he was supposed to be face. And then, so they had been facing each other anyway. I wouldn't have had the match with, I would have had somewhere like douche Tista did something to fuck over Daniel Bryan. Like the, the ref didn't see him get knocked out of the ring or some, some fuckery. So Daniel Bryan gets like, you know, you know, bitch. You know the people wanted me. I I would have I whooped your ass really. You know you 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 did something dirty to get in. I would have done something where they fought beforehand and then still goes to no contest or something. So somebody puts them both in the match. I'm skipping the Triple H got to beat me to get in that match. I'm just making it a triple threat. Just skipping. Get there, Daniel Bryan. Of course, wins. But more of Batista versus Randy Orton in there. Like, yeah, they, they can work together because they both are like, yo, we ain't losing to this little motherfucker. Like, for real. I'm not getting pinned. You're not getting pinned. Like, they realize that during the match. But, of course, he's going to overcome it and, you know, build up. But still, like, when Randy Orton goes for the pin, Batista comes out like, yo, what the, what the fuck? Because he's Batista. He's like, bitch, I'm still better than you. Like, you, you ain't going to win. You ain't going to beat me either. And, of course, this thing just, you know, works against each other. Daniel Bryan overcomes. He wins. Go, going forward, uh, well, going forward, what? Daniel Bryan was hurt, so he had to give up the championship. Going forward, then I would book the programs with Triple H just to give Daniel Bryan still wins over big guys if he was not injured, just to legitimize that, that just to build on that WrestleMania yes moment. 
where he wasn't too injured. Like he won the big one. He at least got some title defenses in into going forward. Um, in my head, I really didn't book it with like, you know, Batista Orton and shield and everything. I like the, I like your spin on it. I thought that was great. But if, if I really had to go that way, why not even be like, yeah, even be like, you know, they're all blaming each other. And then before that shield, before the, uh, Rollins shield turn, yeah, Batista being like, you know what, man, fuck you guys, man, y'all, y'all keep losing to these little guys. Maybe they on to something, and then you could flip Batista face to do that, and even maybe even teams up with Daniel Bryan or some shit and have some fucking runs and fights those guys before like you know teaming up with Shield to fight against uh, Triple H and Randy Orton and them. But uh, yeah, I would still book it with Daniel Bryan winning. I just wouldn't have him fight Triple H for that buy-in match. I would rather him face like. Batista or something since Batista did win the Rumble. I still have Batista win the Rumble, but yeah, I like Deuce Batista. He'll Batista to come in versus face Batista. And Daniel Bryan still getting over in the end. That's uh, definitely uh, I'm Deuce Batista is just god tier. Oh my god. Yeah, he he was really underappreciated god tier heel champion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what do you think? I'm out here kissing babies, hugging fat girls. Oh my god! I Jesus Christ! I still remember that promo. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that the one where he quit? Was that the promo he did before? He no, quit? that was a promo he before he fought John Cena at WrestleMania. That was oh, that was right. when he, he's like yeah, we came out with like security guards, and he had the shades and the yeah, fucking yeah. five hundred dollars shirts and the chains on. He's like, I'm not like you, John. I'm not out here kissing babies and hugging fat girls. I put the asses in the seats. I put money in the pockets. I get paid. I was like, Jesus Christ. That's what they were literally booing him and calling him Douche Tista. Oh, man. Yeah, Douche Tista. He's great. so good. He's gold. Uh, and he, he brought it back, too. He brought it back for the match with, with Triple H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. He was Douche Tista again. Yeah, that was so good. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. <laughs> Give me what I want. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mangria, I know that it might be hard to incorporate uh, a car accident in this one, but he'll figure it out. He'll figure well, it out. What you said, Bretsky. I mean, you said when you started your, uh, your what you, what you said is that, like the storytelling and everything was so perfect. It's hard to alter it. So you went with the aftermath. You just tweaked with uh, Batista coming in heel. Um, I was. I I can't really, I can't really fucking change the match. I can't make it any better. The only thing I would tweak maybe. I mean, because we we needed this match because it was the Band-Aid after seeing Undertaker lose at WrestleMania. Uh, we needed uh, Daniel Bryan to go over. The only tiny tweak I would make would be uh, him making Orton tap out instead of Batista because I think it would have meant more going on because they could have feuded after that, even though he got injured by Kane moving on. But, uh, yeah, that's the only thing I would tweak. I, I can't really... I can't really touch it. I can't touch that main event. We can only alter things around it because that match was so great and we needed it. As wrestling community, we needed that fucking big win for Daniel Bryan, the feel-good moment to heal us from the traumatizing loss that Undertaker yeah. suffered. So, well, I think, they, I think followed, one, they followed that Taker match. Like, immediately. Yeah. They followed I, that Taker match immediately and they still got that pop. I think 1-3-H like, wrote that as well. Like, if you could rewrite the streak, like, how would you do it? Like, I think he wrote it. Or no, maybe it was Jake who wrote that. It was like, how would you rewrite that match and then going forward? So, 
I mean, yeah, it was a it was a big loss, but yeah, they did the Daniel Bryan, the WrestleMania. I mean, it got over. Well, people, Cesar, yeah, didn't need it. Cesar, let's give it up, Bretsky. Great job as always. Oh, for me, great for me. job as oh, always, thank Bretsky. Thank you for taking the reins of the shit show of the beer runs. This time I wasn't as shit faced, so I'm gonna remember this one. Me, yeah, me as well. <laughs> me too. I remember this one. Man, I just love the dynamic of the last one of Caesar sobering up <laughs> as it went along and Mangria got more and more shit faced. <laughs> Now I, I have to know, Mangria. Before we get off the air, are we gonna get another one of those drunken? You know I love what? you guys. You guys are the fucking greatest. You know, I cannot wait till this COVID's over, so we can all shake hands and take pictures together and post yeah, selfies we, on Instagram. We we should post. We should buy forty two dollar flights now and then just leave them open so that we can meet up. Somewhere. Well, shit, WrestleMania would have been the meeting point, but that got fucked oh, over. Yeah. Well, not for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Maybe we need to come out to the East Coast, and then we can we can just like go meet Bretsky on campus and buy everybody liquor and alcohol and make it well, look shit. like a legend. Caesar, <laughs> Caesar, and Brett, well, they could have met because remember, uh, wasn't SummerSlam supposed to be in Boston? Oh yeah, it was. It was yeah. And I would have gone. We also were we we were at the same Extreme Rules event. Yeah, we were. In we were just in different in, spots. In 2016. Yeah. I could have seen you. Mm. I pro- it's it's likely enough that I could have saw you. Be yeah. like, who the fuck's that guy? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> would have been awesome. like, who's, who, who's this guy who's just shit faced at me? Yeah, <laughs> actually, actually, I was sober. I did not drink that day. We drank the night before. Wow, he was still he was oh, recovering. So you, were, so you were hungover. Yeah, I was. We ate pizza. That well, we ate Philly cheesesteaks. Like <laughs> for uh, we woke up at like nine a.m. and went to like some market and ate Philly cheesesteaks at ten. Ate Philly cheesesteaks at four. And then ate Philly cheesesteaks after the pay-per-view. Well, fellas, <laughs> that's can only pray that yeah. sometime in the future this goes away, life gets back to normal, and the possibilities reopen. But until then, gentlemen, give us your plugs. We shall start with Big Carpe, Julius Caesar. Well, you know, I'm always repping that Julius Caesar on Instagram. Tony Litsky is my drinking page. If you like craft beer, alcohol. Wait, wait, Tony Litsky's you? Yeah, yeah, yo, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Damn, I'm drunk. I'm, I'm, I'm snitching on myself. It's my burner page, you know, like Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, if you like alcohol and dumb shit, uh, follow Tony Litsky. If you like just dumb shit, follow Julius underscore Caesar. I'm out here every day, just out in these streets, living it up, twenty four seven. Fuck COVID. You know how it is. I'll let your boy. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, and. And be sh- and be sure to watch out for that brother quarter Instagram. Well, coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. Coming soon. Nothing but butt meat and quarters. The great Bretsky ninety nine. <laughs> Where can the people follow you and your podcast? Well, people, you can follow me at the great Bretsky ninety nine on Instagram, and you can also find me, or not me. You can find my podcast on Instagram at the dot I'll spell it out for you. That's at the at like the at symbol t-h-e-f-a-u-x-p-o-d period c-a-s-t for all the updates that you can possibly get or need uh, as to my podcast which is called the faux pod uh you can search that up it's basically the same spelling but without the dot cast um you can you search that up on spotify anchor google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, all that fuck shit basically i just kind of talk with my uh 
my 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 friends, my pals, my compadres, my companions, whatever you want to call them, uh, about COVID, about how they've been handling it, and a bunch of other shit. Um, yeah, that's that's really it. I well, mean, don't forget, Brett. This past week was a huge week for the full pod. He dropped a double. It, it was a huge week. Yeah, two episodes in one in one day Ooh. because uh, the power outage from Hurricane Isaiah is kind of fucked mm-hmm. us over the, the week before. Gave you that DP, uh, yeah. DP of the podcast in the ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Jake being the, the horn dog he is was one of many people to DM me about one of my guests. Uh, Are you talking about, you talking about that chick? <laughs> Jake, is, Jake is a freak. <laughs> Lock his ass up. <laughs> oh, man. No, on, he... He was he was asking me about her until I told her until I told him she was nineteen. Ah, they kind of kind of went away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've canceled Jake, man. Oh, I swear. Man. Oh, that hashtag. <laughs> he works for his father. He works. I work for my father. I can't be canceled. I have a Sorry. feeling we're gonna like see that hashtag pop up on this. Oh yeah. SRAP. Oh, definitely. We're trying to cancel Jake's dad. <laughs> get it. Get the movement started, people. If you're listening to this and you follow Still Real to us, and you're gonna ask a question. On Tuesday, please write hashtag cancel Jake's dad. Do it for me. Do it for the streets. Do it for the world. The world needs us to cancel Jake's dad just so we can cancel Jake because he works for him. I hope, I hope that at, that at some point Jake's dad is a guest, like a special guest on the podcast. Oh my God. I would I would so like that and I'd just be like, look, man, it's nothing against you. Your son, your son is terrible. <laughs> and since he works for you. We have to cancel you to cancel him. And you know what? I feel like Jake's dad would be man enough to be like, yeah, do what you got to do, Cesar. <laughs> I mean, he's like, he's like, he would be like, I respect you coming at me like a man. You're telling me straight to my face. And I'm like, all right, bro, nothing against you. If I could bring you back without Jake, I would. But you got to go. <laughs> both of y'all got to go to the gulag and you got to fight it out to see who gets out. <laughs> I I like the idea of Jake's dad having no clue what goes on on the pod, yeah. and then just like either being a guest or like turning in and Nothing. doing like hashtag like, like sticks like sticks his hashtags like hashtag like Jake's Jake's little kids in dungeons <laughs> yeah. big guy ice cream yeah. like it calls on me like Jake like, what, what the fuck? fuck is this yeah get out of the tub and go to your room yeah, young yeah, man yeah yeah no tub for you no tub for you oh man well. <laughs> As for me, there's tons of content always on my YouTube page, Mangria Fuel. We have an APPW. Latest episode is up there. Also, another episode will be dropping Monday. The Go Home Show to Summerfest, which is on Saturday. More details on that on the next Tripod and Hangover. Well, we got to hammer out those details. But episode 52, the one-year anniversary episode. Has Andy with an I, uh, Caesar's favorite, After Party Jake, and that wrestling guy. All three guests on the year anniversary episode, as well as the tripod. Wait, wait. Just, just why was Jake even invited? Just having Andy and Sam would have been great just to hear them talk shit to each other. Why was that fruit booty Jake inside it? Well, that kind of brings me down not to listen. The reason why this, uh, the tripod beer runs is delayed is because, uh, you know, Sam in Australia time, he woke up for <laughs> us. He drank some coffee for us just so we can talk shit about wrestling. Aww. So I appreciate that, no, no. Sam. I know. I, I, I definitely appreciate that. I'm just asking why Jake was invited. That's all I'm asking. I invited Jake because we're doing Zoom meetings and not everybody has open schedules. 
Because we know what Jake's going to be doing. Nothing. <laughs> He's kidnapping kids and, like, tying them up in his basement. Yeah, so, sorry, Mangria. I, I can't go on your podcast now. I have to dust off my Funko Pops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to dust my Funko Pops and buy new candy to kidnap children in my white van. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm confused, though. Wait. So you had a wrestling guy on your podcast. Which wrestling guy? That wrestling guy. Ooh. Yeah. That wrestling guy. It's a, it's a pretty good listen. We we do the our old shenanigans and everything. And uh oh, Cesar. Uh yep. the last episode where I was totally shit faced is the most popular <laughs> episode I've ever posted on Anchor. <laughs> why would it not be? I have no idea why that is. Maybe it's our Spain listeners and our fucking German the German <laughs> listeners <laughs> are on to Bretzky. Adios mio. First first of all, first of all, your boy was hosting. And then who doesn't like listening to drunk people say dumb drunk shit? I like listening to it all the time. My friends tell me I know me, I like listening to it. My friends tell me my escapades out in the streets. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna say that wasn't me, but it sounds like some shit I, I would say. So I'm just gonna agree. And half the time that shit sounds funny. And we are mostly popular on Spotify, which I've never used myself, but I'm me neither. I don't even have a Spotify, Spotify account. Spotify is the after party hangover podcast. And the tripod beer ones. Thank you very much. Thank you, you know, for the you know, mighty twenty that continue. One time, wait, 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 one time wait. for Spotify. One time for Spotify. I'm gonna give you all a click. There you go, bitches. I give you a click. By the way, um, before before you, you you wrap up, I just want to give a quick shout out. Anyone listening in Germany right now, um, please don't listen to all the plugs that I gave. Please stay away from my Instagram. True. Uh, true. I'm, I have a private account for a reason. True. Please stay away from me. Um, that that's all. I yeah. I'm 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 shaking. Well, right gentlemen, now. you know who. Oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. It takes a lot of concentration to listen to my podcast. <laughs> hold on. Shout, shout out to uh, shout out to people who shout us out, who throw in the DMs. We already mentioned that fuckboy Peter Wayne Kent, the number one pretzel. <laughs> shout out to Brittany Bomber yes. for getting wine drunk with us last week while we were real drunk in real life. So shout out to B bombs out here in the streets listening to us being all ignorant and shit and. Uh, Appreciate you, fam. Guys, I'll let you, boy. Yeah, guys. You, guys, you guys, you guys are. If I have to keep up with you guys drinking wise, my calcium intake is gonna be off the charts. Guys, I mean, Brittany Bomber is more. our one percent. It's we're now down to one percent female listening. She's the one percent <laughs> that is hanging and what, what, sticking what, what, with what, us. Wait, what, what were we at before? It was Two? Uh, three. No. <laughs> that sounds about right, though. That sounds about right. She was the, she holding it down. She holding it down. In the female community, and she uh, uh, appreciates our shitty, chauvinistic sometimes humor. I appreciate you Jesus too, Brittany. I just, Ooh, I just big of, word right I just, there. I just thought of a really bad joke to say, and I'm not going to say it. Well, Cesar, you know who gets the last word on every tripod beer runs. We get one last. Okay, just tell them to relax. Tell them to relax. Yeah, I yeah. respect them. Yep. Just relax. Mm-hmm. Brother Quarter, do you have anything to say to our German? Spain, UK, and Britney Bomber listener. Oh my God, we Jesus just lost him. We Cancel. just lost him. I expect Cancel. that from a German Damn listener, it. not you. <laughs>